live? Three, two, one. What's up, buddy? What's up, bro? Finally made it. We are here, bro. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm excited. Right. We're finally going to pour up. We had some technical difficulties getting going, but... Yeah, let's pour this thing up, man. Thankful let's... for the awesome crew behind the camera. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate you guys, you know, letting me come out here and share the stage with my brother, Audie P. This is dope, bro. I've been honestly been waiting so long to fucking do this shit. Can you uh, give me that? Thank you, sir. Shirts? I don't care that we're putting ice in there. I got it from 7-Eleven. Listen. I don't care. I'm okay with the ice, bro. I'm okay with the ice. I like I know people are going to be like, oh, especially my girl. She's like, why are you putting ice Why in are there? you put ice in wine? Yeah, bro, because it's, it's hot. Yes. You know, I don't like it hot. Yeah, I like don't like cold. hot wine. I like it chilly. Plus, I have this really cool scooper. We're lit. We are lit. Shout out that scooper. Shout out to Scooper. Shout out Home Goods for the gorilla. Yes, sir. The golden gorilla. That's Audi P right there. Yes, sir. Oh my gosh. You went to sparring today? Yes, sir. I did. It was uh it was hellacious. You know, I'm a couple weeks out from my fight, uh, about three weeks and getting ready. Thank you, sir. On the 29th, right? 29th. It's it's a weird day because like it's a Sunday. And oh, what the heck? No events are ever on Sundays. Salute. Salute, my brother. Some tasty wine, too. That is crazy that it's on a Sunday. Yeah. So we're all like, it's it's weird. Like, I've been telling people, they're like, what what the hell? It's it's a Sunday. And like, I'm like, I got to weigh in on Saturday. So like, I'm thinking it's a whole mistake, mm -hmm. honestly. And I'm waiting for them to be like, oh, no, it's on Saturday. So like, I'm trying to like, what I'm time waiting. is it on Sunday? I have no idea. Like, they haven't given us, like, I just, just yeah. found out who my opponent is. Really? Yeah. And, like, it's some dude with a weird name, um, more fights than me and all that stuff. But, you know, it is what it is, man. Go in there, do the damn thing. How old is he? I have no idea. Knows nothing, right? I know absolutely blind nothing. Date. Dude, it's a blind date, bro. Hey, it like, don't matter who it is. Exactly. I, I try <laughs> to look him up on YouTube. Nothing. No fights there. Try to find him on Facebook. Nothing. So you said it was 160? Yeah, 160. What do you walk around at right now? I am 174 this morning. Oh, okay. crazy. So you already started cutting? I started cutting about two weeks ago, like really like heavy, mm -hmm. like um, just eating really healthy and trying to avoid um, the chicken tenders because I love fucking chicken tenders. From where? Who's got the best chicken tenders? PDQ, man. PDQ? PDQ. Isn't PDQ like a Huey Magoo's kind of thing? Kind of, but better. Human is, is cheap. Like, PDQ isn't expensive, but like, I feel like Human Goose is like McDonald's compared to PDQ. You know what I'm really? saying? Really? Yeah. I guess the original place is called Raising Canes. Oh, okay. You ever heard of that? No, I haven't. I think it started in, I want to say Louisiana, maybe Alabama. Okay. One of those places. And I guess that's the original chicken tenders, uh, garlic bread with the crinkle cut fries. I, it is good. Yeah. Like I dude, when I worked, I used to work at Staples mm -hmm. and we had a um, Huey Magoo's right next to us. So like we were right in the plaza and stuff like that. So they'd bring us free food. Mm. And dude, I used to tear that shit. Dude, up. I love Huey Magoo's. The grilled chicken's good, too. I haven't had the grilled chicken. Got to. That's, uh, how you, that's your loophole. Yeah, that's my loophole. For your cut. Um, PDQ. I did do grilled chicken last time, oh, and it was perfect. really good. Low in calories, um, and it's still delicious. I mean, it's still fucking grilled chicken. It's, not, mm -hmm. it's nothing compared to the original, but 
um, it was still pretty good. You know, I, I got away with it. And but anyways, Staples, they used to bring us and bro, I had the worst like food poisoning episode of my life. Damn. From Huey Magoo. From the Lake Mary one? Lake Mary. I ain't going there. Yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> no slander, bro. No slander at all. I'm just saying, like, you know, that's what happened to me. Oh, my God. And, like, it was it was the worst. Dude, I, like, and since since that day, bro, I've never had human goose ever again. Uh, that'll do it. Bro. Uh, that'll do it. You get sick from someplace one time. And, bro, know. that was about, like, five years ago. Damn. And human I goose is good, though. Like, I, like. I think it's a. It was probably a one-off because like that's happened to me at Chipotle once too. Oh really? Yeah, Chipotle. Didn't everybody like get E. coli from Chipotle like a couple Something years like ago? That. Yeah, a couple years ago it happened, and I just like oh, I just really got like um you know, food poisoning from them, and like two weeks later I was there again. Can't give up on Chipotle, man. And hasn't happened since. So I like it. It might be a one-off, you know. Shit yeah, happens. happens every now and then. Um, yeah, that's crazy, but. So it's November the 7th, and we just found out who the president was this morning. Uh-huh. Mr. Joe Biden? Sleepy Joe? Maybe. Dude, I think I, I thought it was over like two days ago. I didn't think it was over, too. And I was like, I had already accepted. I'm like, yeah, Joe Biden's going to win. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised, though, because um, to be honest, he has no fucking, um, like, how can I put it? Like, he had no momentum in my eyes. He, like... I, I thought Trump was doing all the rallies. He was getting everybody riled up. You know, whether you agree with any messages or not, like, I feel like he, like, he knew, he knows how to grasp people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He knows how to play to his audience. Mm-hmm. He knows who he's talking to. Mm-hmm. And he knows how to use that to gain support. You yeah. know, like, it, it's, it's typical pro- uh, political propaganda. Mm-hmm. Like, I personally believe I don't fall for the shit, but like, he had me for a while. I'm yeah. not going to lie. He had me for a while. And I'm like, you know, man, he, he might just be able, like, he might just be the guy, you know, like, even after all the bullshit he was saying, like, like everything wasn't horrible, but like, there was some bullshit that you're like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, you can't say why that. Why do you fucking tweet that? Yeah. And why would you tweet that? You're, yeah. you're a president. You're supposed yeah. to be the most respectable person. Mm-hmm on the planet basically that's how you're supposed to act yeah and i think that how he was so like disrespectful to people and like how he didn't give a fuck about what he was saying i think that's what got him because you know people wanted to change like you know like they were tired of the same old politics but in my opinion that he he was the same old politician he just covered it up real nice you know yeah he's also a celebrity too yeah um he was our celebrity in chief, which He's is definitely weird. the funniest president we ever had. Oh, hilarious. Like he could do stand up. Dude, I kind of miss him. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Already. I'm He's like, not going away. I'm like, dude, He's big Trump. Away. That's my guy. Big Trump. Like <laughs> he, he won't go hilarious. away. Dude, this is gonna be a long, strung out process. Yo, oh yeah, for sure. He he was like, Man, I'm not leaving. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight this, I'm gonna do all that. And I'm I like, mean, there's some things that are very sketchy about how the votes were counted. Honestly, I think there should have not been mail-in ballots. I think that you should only be able to vote if you go in person. And if mm. you can't make it out there, then sorry. Yeah. Oh, well. Sorry. So it's too sketchy. There's like too many. There's too many avenues iffy. for like cheating and foul play. There's yeah. way too many avenues. Yeah. And there. So the thing about that is like 
I think I think most Democratic votes came from mail-in ballots. For sure. Because they preach the COVID thing and stuff like that. Stay home, do this, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. Yeah. So most of the votes democratically came from mail-in ballots. And that mm -hmm. was their thing. I think that's why they pushed it so much. Er again, everything is just my opinion. I can't prove any of this shit. Mm -hmm. But, and like, you know, the votes for Trump, Republican or whatever, he like everything. Okay, show up there because obviously they don't give a fuck about exactly. COVID. And that's just, that's just how it went. And... I get it because for some people, the mailing ballots, it's good for them. Like mm -hmm. I almost did a mail-in because I was like, I want to fucking go out there and wait in these long ass lines. My dad did a mail-in. Yeah. And like, he I just thought it was easier. He's like, yeah, well, it's I easier to go there. It's convenient. Yeah. And stuff like that. But you're right, man. You know, it, it's, it's easy to, to cheat those things. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like it's easy. Like what the, you don't know what the hell is going to happen. Yeah. I ended up doing mine in person. And actually the line was pretty short. I did it on election day because like, I waited too long and then like I couldn't do the early voting and then like um, my car actually my battery died the like day like I was going to go do everything. Mm -hmm. So my car was stuck for like two days until I got a new battery, got it towed, put it in, all of that shit. So I missed the early voting. I had to do it on um, election day and it was quick. It took me five minutes. Go in there. I saw him put it in the machine and everything like that. And it was nice and easy, man. And I have no party affiliation mm -hmm. that's me it depends on who who the candidate is like i personally think if say mitt romney had ran against joe biden he would have got his ass blown out the water like joe would have been somewhere mm -hmm. wishing he could have got any votes mm -hmm. um because like i just don't personally think he's a strong candidate there's no i don't think he's strong at all yeah like i feel like he's i feel like he's in he, he he comes off as a nice guy he looks like he could be a really nice guy yeah um but I feel like, you know, regardless of how you feel about what Trump does, he's kind of the type of guy who will put his foot down. For sure. And like uh, it's hard to go from that to, to somebody like Joe Biden, yeah. who is notoriously been known as a pushover, especially when it comes to foreign affairs with yeah. other countries. Yeah. And that is not something that we don't need that right now. We don't need that right now. We need someone who can lead the country. And I feel like he doesn't have that it factor. He does not. That factor that makes people want to listen to you, that mm -hmm. charisma. I feel like the only reason why he won is because people voted against Trump. Yes. I feel like that's the only reason why he won because what, what is, I can't even, I've listened. I am. I try to be as unbiased as possible. I try to look at things as objectively as possible because I don't want to be like these sheep who just listen to what's on TV and they sculpt their views from that. So I try to look at things from every perspective and I don't see what he's like saying he's going to change. I don't see, he says, Oh, everybody's going to wear a mask. We're going to yeah. obliterate COVID. But it's like, what happens in a year from now when people are still dying from COVID yeah. And see, and all the news networks are the reason why he got voted in anyway. So yeah. they're not gonna, they're not gonna give him, they're not gonna try to check him. Yeah. And so that's what are they gonna talk about now that Trump's out of office? That's the real question. That you see, and that's the thing. What Obama had, he had the charisma, he had the it factor, and I think that's why he got elected. Great talker. Great talker. So he can, nice. He can speak perfectly. He's a cool guy. Cool like dude. he looks Young. like. Young, half black, half black, it, bro. It was the time. Everything he had, everything, and he looks. He was like one of those guys that you'd be like, "Oh, I'd hang out with him." Yeah, yeah, I'd go play ball with him. Like, yeah, sure, I'll hoop with Obama. I'll hoop with Obama. <laughs> that's what like, I'm saying. and that's what you know. 
that's kind of what we needed. Like, like you said, Trump, you know, regardless of the shit he said, uh, blah, blah, blah. He has that it factor yeah. over Joe Biden. For sure. And the like you said, the whole reason that I think the whole reason he won is because people just wanted Trump gone because like he just the shit that he says is not mm. even his policies. Like you can disagree on policies because like. Me personally, I wouldn't vote for him because of policies. Mm -hmm. Like I, I typically go against Republican policies because mm -hmm. uh, one of my biggest things is being pro-choice. Yeah. I don't think that personally I should have the right to tell a woman what to do with her body if I yeah. agree with abortion or you can't. not. It's one of those things that you yeah. just kind of have to shut up on. You just have to shut up on it. And yeah. that's and like I, I feel like Republicans try to control that. I also like I'm a Christian. But I also don't force my religion on anybody else. I can yeah. tell you, like, why I believe in this, why I think it's right, why I think it's correct. Mm -hmm. But if you don't think that's correct, then that's okay. Mm -hmm. If you believe in something else, that's all right with me. Yeah. And a lot of uh, Republican Party members force Christianity on politics. Yeah, like they're trying to mix church and state. That's not That's not even supposed to happen. It's not supposed to happen at all. It's like... Uh I mean, the whole pro-choice argument. Yeah, ever it always stems from it's religion. It's all it's all stems from religion, and yeah. that was like one of the biggest things for me. Um, there was also like there they cut education budgets a lot, and you know it's something that gets swept under the rug mm -hmm. because like nobody's really been complaining about it anymore. Yeah. Um, but every Republican like president that's been in chooses to cut education funding. Yeah, I think that's I think education is what everybody needs. I think that should be honestly the most important. That's thing. the most important thing. And they're uh, big on military. I'm cool with that. I'm yeah. good with that. But don't put those funds from education. Don't cut the educational funds. We can we can find it somewhere else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like and that that's one of the things that's from my personal research. Um, if I'm wrong, OK, I'm wrong. But that's what I found in my research. And I believe I'm right. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and that's that's just my feeling, and that's why I wouldn't vote for him. Besides all the like, I just don't think he's a proper person to be in office mm -hmm. as respectable. Like, if he had the you know the swagger of Obama and he was well well spoken, yeah, okay, fuck it. Like, you know what? Like, I might go against your some of your issues, but it might not be a deal breaker for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I believe that you can, you're like doing better for the economy and, you know, you're making America great. Yeah. Like he, you know, his campaign was about mm -hmm. then. OK, like, you know, there's certain things. OK, like, I'll, you know, it's a give and take. You know, everything's always in a gray area. It's not always black and white. Besides so, COVID, do you think that we're in a better position than we were four years ago? Let's start with economically. Besides COVID, before, like, say... Economically. So, from when he became president to February. Um, per, no. In my opinion, no. Because uh, the whole his whole claim about, oh, we have the lowest unemployment rate since blah, blah, blah. Unemployment was going down anyway. It always goes down. It was trending down yeah. since, uh, like, since uh, Bush left office. It was yeah. always trending down. And that was his whole thing. Like, when I talk to anybody that's a, that supports Trump, the first thing they always bring up is unemployment and Biden is like senile. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
unemployment is not his thing. Like unemployment was going down. I can't give any president credit for unemployment because that's just the way it was going to go because because we're technology is improving. Mm-hmm. We're coming becoming smarter as a nation. And, you know, we're like we're just being better and jobs are opening up. Businesses are opening up and stuff like that pre-COVID. Yeah. So that's what Trump always says. He's like, I, I've had the lowest black and Latino yeah. unemployment rate. I'm like, dude, it's always dropping. Yeah, it's always dropping. Like, so you can't that's take a good credit thing. for that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. But, you know, that's political propaganda and all his supporters, they like half of them don't research i have some of them on facebook that are like my friends like that's the thing i like i'm independent and like i have friends from all walks of life mm-hmm. so i get the shit from everybody yeah and i see the bullshit that each side posts and like i have to correct some of like yeah. a lot of trump supporters have to correct i'm like bro this never happened what are you yeah. talking about what are you saying and then they're like oh well you know on cnn i'm like dude <laughs> They, nah, you can't you Fox can't news and you can't look like, at the media I'm like, Dude. you can't look at that stuff you can't base your opinion off that because it's that that's biased in itself yes if you think the news isn't biased you're completely naive yeah you're fucking crazy dude like these guys pay the news outlets mm-hmm. and i'm sorry yeah yeah they pay the news outlets and then the the big companies pay them and lobby and you know they influence law mm-hmm. they influence all this shit so like like who really runs the country? The Illuminati. The the Illuminati. It Illuminati has to be. Dog. It has to be, bro. Dude, it has to be. They, there has to be some secret devil worshiping organization <laughs> who eats kids. It's ran by Hillary Clinton. Bro. Oh, my God. She is. Nah, I'm just playing. I don't know. Disclaimer. Uh, yeah. We don't know if that's true, but. We don't uh, know if that's true. We're just speculating here. Yeah. The shit that I hear. Like, I've seen, heard about her. Like, the documents, you know, are. Um, our coach at ATT Longwood, he had us. Uh, Joe, look, yeah, he had us look in. He had me look into like a lot of the uh, documents that were leaked by um, on WikiLeaks and stuff like yeah. that. And dude, I, I like I spent like a couple hours just looking through all of it and mm-hmm. reading all this stuff. Epstein's, Clinton's, all that shit, bro. They're bad fucking people, bro. Dude, for sure. There's a lot of like things that like people have always thought were conspiracies that ended up being true yeah dude that's what's crazy yeah bro. like Man. operation paperclip you know what that is no i don't dude so basically after world war ii the collapse mm-hmm. of nazi germany mm-hmm. there was an abundance of knowledge that was under hitler and everything okay um and the united states initiated operation paperclip which basically gave um you know, it was like a safe haven for all these scientists. You know, they gave, they had immunity. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking and about. And that's yeah. what put us on the moon. Yes. Is those same yes. scientists. Yes. I know about that. Yes. And they still have influence in this government today. Yeah. And that's what's crazy because Nazi they were doing the craziest bro. stuff. I don't know about the ones who were doing really bad stuff. I'm mm-hmm. sure most of the scientists were kind of just like smart guys. And Hitler was like, yo, you're going to do you whatever have to I do say. Or I'm going to shoot kill you in yeah. the head. Yeah. And that's crazy that they came over here and nobody knew about that shit until those documents were declassified yeah people skept uh like they suspected that it was always like alleged but then when it came out it's like oh it's true dude are you serious there's there's a lot what really shocked me um was the epstein epstein thing oh yeah that's so weird dude that that shocked me to the core what shocked me about it is that first of all why would you do some weird shit like that I don't know, dude. Some of like the worst people just 
I guess they feel just have like an attraction to children. Dude, why? I feel like that's like a serious mental illness. That's a, and it's that's always a, been a thing. Yeah. It's always been a thing. And it's always been a thing with like really powerful people. Exactly. It's all like. It's like a weird fetish. Like they're like, you have all this money. You have everything in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, with that money, you can get any chick in the world that you want. Mm-hmm. Get some bad yeah. 25 year old chick. I don't care if you're 40 or 50 years old. You can get you some bad 25 year old chick with big tits and a fake ass. Exactly. And live like that. But you got to go to fucking teenagers, bro. You got to go to an island and just ship out like 13 year old Filipino. How girls. does that even like, how does that even, bro, how does that even get you, get you off? Like, I don't know. It's understand. a mental illness. It's That's- a serious mental illness. And what about those people who like, Cause it's honestly like a thing, like that's a thing. Yeah. With, it's not just like a really rare thing. Like there's yeah, people, it happens. There's if you go on the internet, you can find a website that'll show you all the sex offenders that live around you. Yeah. Like it's a common thing. Yeah, it's a common thing. That's something that like actually like makes my blood boil. Yeah, like with something like that, it's yeah. like yo, because it's like what if somebody was like, be like, oh, like I want to fuck kids, but I don't, but I want to. No way, no like, way. You gonna you gotta put a bullet in their head. Yeah, like, you have to like that. It doesn't like because people are like, oh, like um, like I have a problem with stealing. Yeah, but I don't do it. I go to therapy and everything. And like, oh, good job. But that you see, like, you, yeah, good job. Like you and know, like help. that's the shit. Like bro, like that's the thing. Once you have people that want to think like that, they'll do it. Yeah, because you know, like there's some shit. Like you know, there's some bad shit. Like your parents tell you, hey. You're not going out this weekend. Yeah. Stay in the fucking house. And you're sitting there like, all right, I'll stay. But then in your mind, you're like, I want to fucking go out. Yeah. I got to keep thinking about it. Oh, my God. So, like, that's how I think they think. Mm -hmm. Like, they know it's wrong. Obviously, that's why they hide it. Yeah. But then, like, they can't stop that urge. That's I wonder what causes that. It has to be some sort of chemical imbalance. In you have their a brain serious chemical imbalance with like who you find attractive and like that's fucking weird. Bro. That's disgusting, dude. That's, that's something that's weird. like, oh my gosh! I saw something, and it was like all um, illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. They just make a show where they hunt and kill pedophiles, <laughs> and then if they do, they get to like they get a citizenship. That'd be funny hey, to tell. <laughs> excuse me, that'll be shit. That'll be fucking hilarious. That'll be it'll, number it'll, one on TV. Yeah, it'll it'll help the world. Shit, because people love watching those kind of shows, like um, How to Catch a Predator. Yeah, that oh, show's dude. been fucking big, man. Dude, you know? that's crazy. That like, that that like imagine like you think like you pull up with like some Mike Hard lemonade. You're like, oh, I'm gonna smash his fifteen. <laughs> some dog. fucking Mike Hard lemonade. Yeah, dead ass. You're like, oh, I'm bring pizza. I'm oh smash my god, fifteen year old, and then. She goes, oh, I'll be right back. Chris Hansen. Why don't you have a seat? You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, uh, We were just going to chill. Yeah, I just came to help her with homework. So it says here that you don't care that she's 15. Yeah, I want to lick your cunt. Oh, my God. He'll say that. They'll say that, and then they'll sit there and be like, oh, I thought she was 18. Yeah, she told me she was 18. Actually, it says here, I don't care that you're 15, baby. I'm ready. Are you? (laughs) Nah, this is this is getting out of hand. Um, I think that this is like a serious problem. I think there was actually we were talking about it earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like 
45 kids that were found in some kind of yeah. illegal sex trafficking yeah. thing and just swept under the rug. They yeah. wouldn't even make like the news. It was in there for like a, a day. But here's the thing, bro. It's like that's what people need to know. That's why? positive. Yeah. Why are these things being swept under the rug? People should be aware so they can take care of their kids. You know, watch, sure. watch your fucking kids, man. You know, because there's these weird ass motherfuckers that are out here. And I think the people that run these things are rich. Mm-hmm. That's why. Well, they have to be. If you're dealing in people, yeah, that's like a, that's not something that's cheap. Like yeah. especially these sick, twisted people who will pay money for a child. They're not paying like it's not like an offer it's not up like prices. Five hundred dollars. Yeah, dude, like they're that. paying like thousands and thousands of yeah. dollars and. So that's there's a market for it, and yeah. that's sad. Dude, that that's still a thing in 2020. That's dude. there's human trafficking and children. Uh, just last year, I believe, uh, one of my friends, man, he was a uh, downtown Orlando mm-hmm. uh, clubbing with his girl. Yeah, and a bunch of motherfuckers got out of a van. Yeah, and beat his ass and tried to snatch his girl. And what happened? Um, she got away. Like she like. You know, fought him. But he got his ass beat. Yeah, he got his ass beat. Damn. And like they, because it's like probably, I think it was probably like five or six dudes. Yeah. And like they tried to snatch her up, and she was screaming and all that stuff. But bro, right downtown Orlando, where people are clubbing, they they're bold. They're just trying to snatch you up. That's fucking nuts, dude. That's there's a lot of missing people. There's a lot, and then like the crazy thing is, it's like you don't. You don't really think it happens because it never really happens in your, you know, your space, your world. Yeah. In your world. It's non-existent in your world. Yeah. If you don't have anyone that's ever gone missing in your family. Yeah. And it's bad to say, but, you know, as a male, you don't yeah. really have it that mentality yeah. that a woman or a child has where they, they're, they're, they're scared yeah. when they're alone and it's yeah. dark and they're in an area they're not familiar with. Even an area you are familiar with. Yeah. It's like. It's scary, man. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't be aware of your situation. You shouldn't be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, that's why I always tell my girl, keep that peace. Yeah, you have to. Keep that thing close. I just got my concealed from Friday. Dude, and, you know, I'm always strapped up. Even though I can fight, I don't care. Like, I can't can't take on seven motherfuckers at the same time. So with this pistol cannon. Yeah, bro, yeah, (laughs) this pistol cannon. You're going to get seven caskets. Damn. I mean... I, I think that's the best way to defend yourself. Yeah. I think fighting is definitely a great thing to know how to do because mm-hmm. um, people are soft now. But if you really want to protect yourself, number one thing is a, a firearm. Yeah, get your firearm, man. You know, and oh, stop. Oh, first of all, going into politics, people stop with this. Everybody's trying to take your gun shit. We will have our guns. And yeah. We will, fucking fuck the government up if they try to ever take our guns. Yeah, they won't. So they a won't mandatory buyback. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I don't People know about that. And no one's and I guess they said that that was only for illegal weapons. So the whole um nobody's going to be like, "Yeah, I got an illegal gun." Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of the things is is like illegal weapons and like certain like really large automatic firearms, mm-hmm. which I'm like, "Okay, I see that you're a gun enthusiast and you love guns mm-hmm. and all of that stuff." But do you really need that? Yeah. Like, if that becomes illegal to own, um, uh, like, um, then, like, do you really need it? Unless it's for sport, which is which will which is what will be the loophole. It'll be like, okay. For, An AR-15 for sport. Yeah, it'll be like, okay, for sporting uh, reasons, you can have this gun. But, like, for the people, like, I've asked them. I'm like, okay, so, like, they're like, oh, all the Democrats and the government are trying to take away our guns and all this stuff. I'm like. Well, that's not what they said, but why do you need that big ass gun? You can't mm-hmm. carry it. Yeah. 
But I mean, if someone breaks into your house, I'd yeah. rather have an AR-15. And that's sure. the thing. Like, yeah. okay, so like, and it's not for sport. And listen, that's, if you got an AR-15, you're not hunting with that gun. Yeah, you're definitely waiting for someone to break in your house. Exactly. <laughs> and that's and that's the thing. Um, the one of the things they were saying is like, okay, you can own it in your home, you just can't carry it outside. Yeah. Why would you need to carry that? Why would you need to carry that? Yeah. And that's what I asked them. I'm like, why do you need to carry that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like guns, man. I just like guns. Yeah, you can have it. Yeah. But you don't need to carry that. Mm-hmm. What's the point? What are you, who are you trying? What are you trying to prove? Yeah. And you know that that reminds me of um, the 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 kid Kyle whatever in um Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. Yeah. yeah. Uh man, I always wanted to say something about this man. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's so fucked up. Like how everything went down because there's a there's a big in between in that you know like mm-hmm. he was protecting himself at a certain point because people did go attack him mm-hmm. but he went looking for trouble too definitely no doubt yeah went looking for trouble you don't pull up somewhere you don't live with an ar-15 out of state? yeah out of state underage 17 with an ar-15 yeah it's almost the same number yeah dude <laughs> exactly you're like you're almost the same age as your fucking gun bro that's crazy what are you what are you doing and then they're like oh he's protecting pro- who's fucking property you're protecting Some that's not your place. property yeah yeah it doesn't matter like riots have happened for ages yeah that's gonna happen it is yeah. not your job to protect these people's businesses it's one it's their job if they choose to protect it or they know like their insurance will cover it mm-hmm. let that shit go because you put yourself in harm's way and you you put other people in harm's way, especially carrying that AR-15. And like I said, bro, like he was protecting himself at one point because they were going to kill him. Yeah. Because he shot that one dude first that was breaking the break. I think he was breaking into a not breaking into a store, but he's throwing um shit at the store. Now, nah, the, the, the first dude he shot, I saw an attorney break this down who happens to mm-hmm. be like a big second amendment guy i think mm-hmm. it's coleon noir he's been on he's been on joe rogan's show before okay um but he broke it down from a legal perspective because he's also an attorney okay and um the class um i can vouch for this too because i took that class in order to get my concealed but there's sure. only certain times where you're legally in your rights to shoot somebody yeah it, oh I, d- I just took my class too yeah Bro, you basically have to be getting fucking killed or yeah. in your on your own property. You can't be running away and shoot somebody. Yeah. If and some, they can't be running yeah, away. They can't you turn their to back. Be like, they have to be like assaulting you like yeah. in the time. And he was doing that mm-hmm. because he was running away from the guy. The guy was chasing him, throwing mm-hmm. stuff at him. And he tripped. And he tripped in front of like a store. And he turns around and that guy's coming at him. And he just starts popping. Yeah. And then he gets up. And then everybody's like, yo, get that guy. Yeah, he shot that, that person. And he started yeah. running because yeah. he was like, oh, my God, I just shot somebody. You could hear him on the phone. He's like, I just shot somebody. Yeah. Telling somebody that he's – and he was scared. And he kept running. And people were chasing him, throwing stuff at him. Mm-hmm. Trips again. Yeah, yeah. And Trips starts- again. Some guy pulls a gun out. Yeah. And a real – like that, that, that point – A little pistol, like a, yeah. 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 Still, it's a gun. Yeah. Like, he easily can kill somebody. He shoots them. I think he blows that dude's arm off. Yeah. And, and which so, and which he's in I, at that point he's in his legal right to shoot him because the guy pulled the gun on him. Yeah. He was in his legal rights with all three people that he shot. Okay. And some other dude had a skateboard. Yeah, I saw that. He died, yeah. Yeah. yeah shot him died. right in the stomach. Yeah. Um and I mean, you got to first of all, I don't know what kind how these people are so gassed up 
thinking that they're like invincible. Yeah, I but, w- I personally wouldn't even went close to that kid. Dude, he's an AR-15. Yeah, that's I a Call even, of Duty gun. That's a Call of Duty. Why shit, are you bro? trying to never run up go. on anybody with a skateboard? Yeah, I don't care if he shot that dude. I've been like, oh. As soon as I heard yeah. shots, I'm like, dude, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not trying to investigate. Yeah, what the fuck am I investigating, bro? I'm not going to try to be a hero with a dude with an AR-15, bro. No way. You can't. You can't be You can't. No You're way. dead. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm, I like my life. Yeah. <laughs> I like you live life. once, dog. Yeah. I'm not trying to lose it to a kid. Exactly. Some some <laughs> knucklehead kid who's looking for trouble at that. So, like, like I said, bro, like, I yeah, you're right. He's in his right. But, like. We got to see what will, uh, like, you know, supersede it. Like, is it going to be the fact that he's underage and he's yes. legally not allowed to own that gun? Yes. Both of those. And that's, you know, that's, that's it, what's going to. That's it, though. They're not going to be able to charge him with manslaughter. Yeah. Um, if they try, it'll be bad on them because he actually won't get charged or just walk. The only thing they could charge him on was possession of that firearm. Yeah. I think probably being out after curfew because he's 17. Yeah. Um, so they would have to get him on like little stuff. Yeah, it'll be little little stuff, but I believe um, they're gonna try to throw every little thing at him for sure. Yeah, for sure, because they're not gonna be able to get him on that. And that's the thing about like the the George Floyd thing mm-hmm. is that they're probably not gonna be able to charge him with murder. But I thought he did get off already. No, they're they're all standing trial together. Standing trial. Okay. Yeah, I just saw it the other day. Mm. So they're all gonna be in there together. Um, that. That situation is very iffy, man. Like, I, I have you seen all the footage? I've seen most of the footage. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say I've seen all. I just seen, um, I seen when he was in the car. I seen, um, you know, obviously him getting killed, mm-hmm. and I think that was about it. And yeah. like, I seen the video from across the street as yeah. well. Everybody saw that one, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's fucked up because you know. The guy was begging for his life. Yeah, he shouldn't have died. He shouldn't have died. I don't care what he did. Um, mm-hmm. Given a fake $20 bill, he probably didn't even know. Mm-hmm. That doesn't justify anything, if he knew or not. Not at all. Um, but, you know, putting your knee on his neck for however long and, you know, basically sitting there, hands in the pocket, you know, looking like, oh, I'm the, I'm a top of the world. You know, I'm, I'm this super, like, you know, basically he was being a dick. Mm-hmm. And he killed the guy. I don't think he intended to. I don't think he did either. Yeah. I think that he was just trying to control him because of how, first of all, he's a huge dude. Yeah. We're talking about their big dude. Like yeah, he's six, a big dude. Five, yeah. Like he's a big huge. dude. And he, um, but you don't need that many people. You don't need a, bl- dude. All right. So when you're rolling with somebody mm-hmm. and they do knee on neck, you know, it's go time after that. That yeah. hurts so bad. Yeah. Knee, like you, you shouldn't even put your knee on somebody's dude, neck. That's anyway. something Bert does. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you do shit like that. It'll fuck you up, and like you'll be in so much fucking pain, bro. Yeah, and you're like sitting there. That's not a game. You can't do shit. You panic. Time. Yeah, you panic, and that's the thing. Like a lot of the times, one thing that people fail to understand is that you put people in situations that they're not comfortable in, um, like civilians. Mm-hmm. They're gonna panic. He wasn't comfortable as soon as they got there. Yeah, they're gonna panic. Yeah. And how do you expect somebody to behave perfectly when they have never been in that situation? Mm-hmm. The cop is supposed to behave perfectly. The yeah. cop is supposed to control that situation because mm-hmm. that's your job. Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to be trained to do. When you go to be a cop, you're you're supposed to defuse a situation before you escalate it. My dad was a cop, mm-hmm. you know, and he he's told me stories about the shit. And he's told me about what goes on in those precincts and stuff like that. 
they always look out for each other, even if it's wrong. Yeah, it's like a camaraderie thing. It's camaraderie thing. And, you know, it's not all perfect people in there. For sure. No one's perfect. Nobody's perfect. And I feel like everybody, like, tries to justify that shit. Like, they fucked up. They get charged. Simple as that. Not every cop fucks up. It's maybe one in ten that fuck up. But that one in that ten should be held accountable to the same extent as a regular civilian because they're still a civilian at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, we can't let these people, like, you know, get get away with stuff like that just because they're cops. They're in a qualified immunity. Yeah. Like they're in a stressful situation Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I get it's stressful, but that's your job. Yeah. I wouldn't sign up for that shit if I if like I didn't know I could do it. Yeah. I can't do it. That's why I'm not a cop. Like I personally would shoot everybody if I was a cop because like I'd be fucking like paranoid about everything. At the end of the day, I get where the cops are coming from. Like, okay, I have to make it home to my family and it's either going to be me or it's going to be you. Yeah. But my train, like training as a cop is supposed to teach me to be better in those situations. Yeah. Just like how we train fucking MMA. Do you think cops should have to train MMA? I think it would help. I think that all cops should be at least a blue belt. Mm -hmm. I think that that would um, eliminate a lot of it because I think what a big part of it is um, with police brutality. um, Because, I mean... There's a lot of police brutality, but mostly the ones that are highlighted are with like black men. Yeah. And I think that for some reason, the cops are not physically confident enough when in a confrontation with somebody who's a black guy. Mm -hmm. So they have a sense of fear. Not all cops, but some cops and the ones that we see do the the bad stuff. Like I said, bro, it's it's one out of 10, but you know, these are the motherfuckers. Those are the ones you see. Yeah. And I think that they are scared and that's why they resort to the trigger Agreed. because they are they don't feel they don't feel like they are, have enough physicality to control yeah. this man exactly they if now if you train martial arts that would be eliminated yeah that insecurity would be eliminated exactly and you know that you could you know yeah. oh sotogari somebody you could yeah. sweep them you can and sweep. you can you know get them in a submission or get them some way to control them yeah any any little guy if that's trains jujitsu or anything like yeah. that will take on every non-trained motherfucker sure. and beat him in 10 seconds for sure that's how jujitsu like is designed to beat bigger people yeah it's designed to beat bigger people you know like uh you know the gracies and stuff like that they're little guys yeah and they're the best yeah and you know they they've won titles they you know in mma mm-hmm. you know and I, that would be a really good. I know there is a guy that's trying to have that being done, like um, require cops to um, take jujitsu. They should. Yeah, which cops would, come into our gym and yeah. I like, yeah. I'm like, dude, if you try to arrest me, I would choke you out. <laughs> yeah, we'll roll, and I'll be like, dude, you're actually you're a sheriff. Yeah, dude, and I like, just submitted you, and you gassed. Yeah, gassed. Ten seconds, like, dude. I was saying earlier there should be no fat cops. <laughs> dude no Bro, i wanted to say it but i'm like it's true maybe it's I, true maybe not be an Listen, asshole no you're not even an asshole because you need all right you be fat but you got to be able to hawk somebody down yeah because a lot of the, sometimes it happens where the guy's running away the cop knows he's not gonna catch him so he starts popping yeah you can't do that yeah. if he gets away dude he got away yeah you gotta accept that he yeah. got away use your fucking taser if your taser doesn't work then oh well 
And that's what happened recently with that one man um, who had the knife. Oh, um, yeah. They didn't have tasers. So here, here's the thing with my personal opinion on mm-hmm. that shit. If you come at a cop with a knife, bro, yeah, all bets are off. Yeah, that's, you know, that's hard to, it's hard to even talk about because we're not there. But also, I mean, you're right. I mean, if you come at, Anybody with a deadly weapon, you know, they're allowed to use force. They're allowed to use force, man. But I feel like they, like, shot him so many times. They shot, yeah. And that's the thing. They go overkill. They put, but also, you have a gun, right? Yeah. You shot it, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know how easy it is to obviously miscalculate and I miss somebody. Yeah. I mean, it's easy, but, you know, like, but you should be your your police officer. You should be trained. Your job requires you to carry a firearm. So you should be, yeah, well equipped to yeah. be able to adjust you should be adept at exactly shooting guns mm-hmm. and aiming properly and stuff like that and you de-escalation and de-escalation that's the biggest thing they need to de-escalate situations um which is one of the things like um i don't know if you really have looked into like the stuff they call defund the police that's iffy the yeah. name is iffy yeah so like when i did my research into it because when i first heard it i'm like defund the police Nah, nah, we need cops. Terrible. You know, that's a terrible idea. But as I looked into it some more, it's more like allocate the police. Like allocate some dollars that you're funding into the police and put it into social programs. Mm-hmm. So the idea that's being presented is on certain calls, say domestic calls, you get one cop just in case anything happens. And you have one person that's trained in domestic um, affairs. Like a social worker? A social worker that goes there. The social worker takes point and they try to solve the situation first. I think that would be a good thing to do. I think it's a good idea, man. Like, it, it could work. I think with that situation, I mean, the guy's mom was, you know, yeah. obviously not getting stabbed. Yeah. And she was, like, telling to put the knife down. Yeah, mm-hmm. the whole situation was crazy. But she, like grabbed him and everything he's pulling away but he didn't stab her yeah so you i would i would have stood back Mm -hmm. and made sure he didn't hurt anybody yeah and just waited to see what happened yeah um i can't say personally what i do in that situation i don't know um i think that that would have been better for them that's probably would have been the best thing especially in this time and everybody's got a phone yeah you gotta know you gotta know that yeah the world is watching right now the world's watching you then you know which is a good thing yeah it is a good thing it, um, you know, you got to make the right decisions. Mm-hmm. I, I'm advocate with the deadly weapon thing. Like you pull a deadly weapon, man, all bets are off. But I, I didn't see the video on exactly how it went. So I mm-hmm. can't really comment exactly on what I would do in that situation or if the cop made a right or wrong decision. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have tasers. Um, they didn't have enough. They don't have enough tasers in their department. Not every police officer can have one. Okay. Um, and that's why I don't like the idea of defund the police because mm-hmm. people think police have all this money. They do get money, but they don't have enough. They obviously don't have enough to have de-escalation courses. They don't have enough money to be able to mm-hmm. train them on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. They don't have no money. They don't have enough money to put them in martial arts training to get certified to be able to protect themselves without yeah. using a gun or a taser. Yeah, they don't have a lot of things, and that's a good point. They don't have. You know, for the most part, they don't have places where they can go and 
talk about their PTSD. Yeah. They don't, they, they go through so many different things yeah, it's, on a daily it's a basis. Shitty, it's a shitty week every time, bro. Like Dude. I understand. Dude, especially in big cities, you're going to see it's people hard. die. You're going to see yeah. bad car accidents. You're going to see things with children. You're going to see fires. You're going to see bad stuff. Yeah. And I think it's bad that a few people that make bad decisions in law enforcement gives them a bad name, gives the whole thing a bad name. Because yeah. you said your dad was a cop. I know a lot yeah. of cops, too. And I think there's a certain demeanor that cops have that they may come off as a dick. Yeah. But that's because of the job they do yeah and the type of person you have to be to be a good cop yeah oh it's it's hard being a really good cop man because mm-hmm. one you got your people you got your department on your ass and then you got you know other co-workers like one of the guys at our gym um he was telling us uh like two weeks ago about this girl that they just uh made a trainer there and she's shitting her pants on scenes she's shitting her pants yep damn like literally like freezing up doesn't know what to say doesn't know how to handle things or any trainer but she's a trainer for what oh i'm like uh like fresh out of the academy and stuff like that you got you know cops still going through training and all that stuff she trains them so she actually shit her pants no she didn't shit her pants oh my god (laughs) i wish she did that would have been hilarious have you ever shit your pants in your adult life no really no uh i shit my pants really yeah so the first time I shit my pants in my adult life, mm. um, <laughs> I think I was, I want to say 12, <laughs> and Christmas morning, right? Mm-hmm. I'm laying on my back on this futon, mm-hmm. right? That's why I slept. And I'm laying on my back. Um, I'm wearing just boxers. Yeah. I'm not wearing shorts, dog. Um, and I open my eyes. Boom. Bowels evacuate into my Sheesh. pants. Explosive. What the fuck? Right into my pants. Why? I don't know. It just happened. Dude, and I was like, well, Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> right? <laughs> Terrible present. First thing. As yeah. soon as I opened my eyes. But you were 12. I was 12 years old, and mm-hmm. I was like, dude, what the fuck? So I get up. Um, I put my underwear in, like, a grocery bag, and I, you know, I clean myself up. It's like 6 in the morning. The sun Sheesh. is barely up. And then I put my put the grocery bag with underwear tied up mm-hmm. in my sink in my bathroom. And I'm like, why, why is it still in my house? This is going to smell. Yeah. So I clean myself off. I take the bag. I go outside. At the time, I live in an apartment complex. And I live in the corner. Um, and it came to a corner. And on the other side was this Puerto Rican dude. And he had a <laughs> bunch of pit bulls. And oh, he was a dick, dude. So like the other side was like, like honestly, I think it was like... Uh, uh, like low-income housing. Okay. Okay, so on the other side, he didn't even speak English. All I remember is that our balls would go over the fence, mm-hmm. and he would say some shit in Spanish and, and like, pop ne- the balls oh, right in front of yeah. us. And he has scary dogs. And so I go outside, and I just throw the bag in his yard. Oh, you're a fucking asshole, Merry bro. Christmas, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hey, that, that's revenge, though, bro. He deserved yeah. that shit. Yeah, it was bad. Um. It was bad. Fuck uh, him and his dogs. Yeah, so, yeah, fuck his dogs, too. His dogs <laughs> got out one time, and we were playing football in that little space, yeah. and his dogs were, like, chasing us, and they were, like, they were pit bulls, and at the time, it's like, you're a kid, you see, like, a 140-pound midget pit bull. That's terrifying. And Bro. they were, like, they were like dogs that, like, 
they didn't go in the house. So they were like real dogs. Oh, they're vicious, yeah. They're not like those sweet pit bulls that yeah. everybody has now. These were the real ass pit yeah. bulls. The shit like, that gave pit bulls the bad name. They'll murk you. Yeah. 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 And I was a kid too. It weighed, it weighed more than me. And Holy it was, shit. yeah. So it's like, dude, no way. Um, so that was the first time I shit my pants in my adult life. <laughs> the second time, um, <laughs> I was like 14 and I was going fishing with my grandpa. Yeah. And have you ever been fishing on St. John's? Nope, never fished in my okay. life. Okay. Oh, really? No. Nope. We gotta go sometime. Hell yeah, bro. Super fun. I'll do it. Um, and we were in like a bait shop, so uh -huh. we're getting like worms to be able to do it at. And this was like, uh, like a little, you know, a little country corner store kind of thing. Yeah. And my grandpa's paying at the register, and I am right behind him. And when you're 14, the only bits you have are farts. That's the only funny thing you can do when you're 14 is yeah. like farts. So I was like, hey, Bubba. I call my grandpa Bubba. I'm like, hey, Bubba, watch this. I was like, hey, Bubba. And I go, eh. <laughs> right? Wet as hell. Oh, man. And I just look at him. Like, oh. I run to the bathroom, right? <laughs> it's like 8 in the morning. I don't have underwear on anymore. Oh, fuck. Dude, I throw him in the trash can. I clean mm. myself up. Uh, I'm wearing camo pants. Like the fish can't see me or something. I don't know why. <laughs> and I'm going... So we got up in the car. I get in the car and we're going. And I told him what happened. And he started laughing at me. And uh, right before we get there, you know how you ever passed over a bridge and there's all those trucks lined up because they docked their boats? Yes. Yeah. So it was right there. And at this point, I realized that something is up with my stomach. Oh, man. Um, okay. So I, my grandpa always carries paper towels in the car. I take the paper towels. I go in between two trucks. It's like nine in the morning. Mm -hmm. I just take a nasty wet dump on the ground. I clean myself with paper towels. It's like, dude, it's, it's, it's not solid. And I go fishing. Um, we go fishing and everything. I have to poop again on the boat. Oh, bro. And it's a rough day. <laughs> I was like, Bubba, let me poop in your bucket. And he's like, he's like, can't poop my damn bucket. He's like, lean over the boat. And I was like, nah, the gator. Oh, there was like there was like God. a little baby gator like thirty feet away, and I was terrified, so I just I'd held be it. Fucking terrified too. I held it right. So we get back up. It's been a few hours and everything. It's probably like one sun, high noon, something like that. And you know, I'm 14, so I go check on the shit that I took in the parking lot. I want to see it. <laughs> so I go look. I come around the corner. Looks the same. I get closer. There's a footprint in it. Ugh. Dude, a real footprint. Oh, like somebody stepped right in it. No shoes on. Nah, there's shoes. Oh, okay, it was, was a boot. It was a boot. Oh, dude, that, that's that was... bad having like animal shit on you. But... Human shit <laughs> is Human the worst. Human shit on your shoes, bro. That's a oh, shitty situation. No. That's a fucking shitty situation. That's the worst. Dude. And I was laughing about that. I laugh, bro. Oh, I mean, honestly, goodness. I haven't. I think there's been a lot of close calls, but I think that's the only time I've ever shit in my pants. I the only thing I did. Um. This was, I didn't shit myself. Yeah. I did pee myself. No. <laughs> on purpose. What? Yeah. Cold uh, as hell. <laughs> dude, I like, um, my mom, I was young too. Yeah. I was probably like 10 or 11. Mm -hmm. And something my mom, like, I wanted her to do something for me. She's yeah. like, no, go bathe. And I was like, no. I'm like, you know, making a fit about it. And then I'm like, okay. So I just stood in the kitchen. In my little whitey tighties. 
<laughs> oh, <no. laughs> just pissed. Oh my gosh, you beat your ass, didn't she? Nope. I took them off, threw them away, <laughs> and she went know? in the shower. No, she didn't know. What? Nope. Damn. Like, uh, bro, I knew if my mom had saw that, that would have been the end of my life. Oh, for sure. So, like, did I realized what I did, and I took that shit off, just threw that shit away. And ran in the bathroom. Oh, you have to. Now, why I pissed myself on purpose thinking that would affect my mom? Yeah. I don't know. I would have beat your ass. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, she, she would have beat my... That would have been worse for me. Like, everything would have been bad for me. But, like, I just felt like if I pissed myself, it would somehow piss my mom off. I don't know. I Literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I, I don't know, bro. Like, I did some stupid shit as a kid, dude. Did your parents hit you? Mm-hmm. My dad has never hit me, but my mom, because I live with my I live with my mom for eleven years back in Guyana, mm-hmm. where I'm from. Oh, you're from Guyana? Yes, sir. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, man. I didn't know that. Born uh, 1994 and left there 2006, man. Oh shit! I didn't know you were from Guyana. That's January dope. 1st, 2006. Can't oh, yeah. tell. No that's accent. one of the forgotten uh, Latin American countries. Yeah, man. That French speak. Guyana. Uh, yeah, we're British Guyana. French Guyana is like a little bit away from us, but British Guyana. Mm-hmm. That's why we say biscuits and we drink tea. And it's right next to Bolivia, right? Yeah. Bolivia yeah. speaks English, too. Guyana speaks English. Uh, we got a lot of Portuguese people. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people from Brazil come there. Venezuela is right mm-hmm. there. Ecuador and stuff like that. But we speak no Spanish. When was the time you went there? Uh, Last year? Yeah, yeah, last year. I was there for a week last year to see my mom. My mom's still there, unfortunately. Uh, trying to get her out of there. You know, it's a third world country. Not the nicest place to be. You wouldn't want to live there? Hell no, dude. No so I, corrupt. Really? It's corrupt. It's ter- it's just not. Is it safe? No. Guy and I love, I love my country. I love where I was born and stuff like that. You know, I can't take back those years and I wouldn't trade it for the world mm-hmm. because those are the, the experiences I experienced there made me who I am. It made me a humble person. Mm-hmm. It made me, you know... Um, appreciate appreciate what i have now mm-hmm. and look at life differently um appreciate the struggle um because like even when i came here it's not like i like i automatically became this person with money and stuff like that no like my dad and i struggled for a long time when i came mm-hmm. here i used to wear his clothes because i didn't have any clothes mm-hmm. even when i came here yeah and you know like that's when i got bullied i used to get bullied bro really yeah and then you started fighting and you're like not anymore nah like I took it for a long time, bro. Really? Yeah, I took it for a long time. And then, like, I started to become more Americanized and, you know, get into the culture and stuff like that. And then I realized if I didn't, like, start punching motherfuckers in the face, they weren't going to stop. <laughs> That's how it is, dog. Yeah, bro. People, and, will, people will push you around until yeah, you, you got you to gotta make them earn back. your respect. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, uh, punched a couple motherfuckers in the face and eventually it all stopped, you know? Yeah. Where did you move when you moved here? New York. Really? Yeah. Where Central Isolate, uh, Long Island. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I was there. Like, I stayed in Brooklyn for like two weeks mm-hmm. uh, with my grandma. And then I went to Central Islip with my uncle until my dad could afford to get a plane ticket for me. And yeah, it took some time, you know, but got here eventually. My uncle lives in Long Island. It's a nice place, man. Hey, Nassau County, right? Nassau County. Yeah, he works for that department, the police department. Oh, nice. Yeah. It, so, it's like, I love Long He's worked Island, there man. since pre-9-11. Really? He's worked there a long time. Dude. In Nassau County. Been in New York? 
No, I want to go though. Exceptional place, man. Uh, the city's kind of dirty. I'll say that. But look past that, dude. It's magic. It's an experience. It's the an dirty experience. part is part of New York. Yeah, it's part of New York, man. Bro, the biggest rats I've ever seen in my goddamn life are no, in New York. How big? Bigger than this gorilla. Like, I literally no, seen a rat this I fucking hate big. Rats. Bro, I hate rats. Isn't there like a team of people who like hunt them? Yeah. <laughs> There's motherfuckers that do that, but you'll never get the rats out of fucking Brooklyn, bro. No way, dude. Not at all. I heard some dude fell in like a manhole mm. the other day in New York. And there was like a thousands of rats and, and he couldn't move because he was like scared they would crawl in his mouth. There was that many. He couldn't Dude. even scream. They had to like rescue him like two hours later. Two hours living Dude. with rats, bro. Oh my God. I'd, I'd cry. Uh, there was one time I'd cry. As soon as I fell in, tears coming out of my eyes. Bro, <laughs> uh, back home, Guyana, um, we have rats. Not as big as New York rats, but we had rats. And they're like fucking everywhere. And... Dude, there was this one time, home alone, by myself, like probably like nine. Mom's at work. I'm in my room, right? And I had a bunk bed because my uh, I had my stepbrother used to live with us mm -hmm. for a while, and like five rats in my room, all running off the like running on the floor, like surrounding oh. my bed, bro. Sat there and cried till my mom got home. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what are you going to do? You can't do anything. Bro, I was Nothing. so scared. <laughs> Paralyzed bro. with fear. Paralyzed with fear, bro. I hate <laughs> rats. I hate rats. I hate rats. I hate rats. They're bro. disgusting. The reason why the plague happened. Yeah, dude. They're the reason why there's like three people a year in the United States that get the plague. They get bit by like a rat in like an attic or something. Bro. They'll get the bubonic plague in 2020. Bro, I've like, I haven't seen a rat since New York, but if I saw a rat now, I'd. I don't know what I'd do. We got a lot of other stuff that's disgusting here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got spiders. Our we, spiders aren't bad, though. We got palmetto bugs. I hate palmetto bugs. Disgusting. I hate lizards. Dude, I remember one time I went on a camping trip. I was in, believe it or not, I was in ROTC mm -hmm. in high school. I don't see you doing that. <laughs> too fucking pretty for that, Dude, bro. Dude, I, I couldn't take it. I was fucking running around with a rifle saluting people. I couldn't do that <laughs> shit. Fucking, but it was cool. Yeah, I met a lot of cool people, and it taught me a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot of discipline and it was yeah, it was honestly good for discipline, me yeah um but uh so we went on a trip and it was like it's called camp la noche it's in central florida mm -hmm. and it's like a uh, it's like a summer camp kind of place okay it was just one overnight trip so we just pull up in the morning and then we do a bunch of stuff during the day and then we'd sleep there and then we'd wake up and do some more stuff and then go back home so it was just a one night thing okay and so you had to bring a sleeping bag and like change of clothes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. We were running around doing archery and stuff like that, having fun. It was Sounds it cool. was a, it was yeah. a fun time. But when it came time to sleep, they had us. So when we first get there, we go and drop all of our equipment off. So I had a sleeping bag, I had my backpack full of all my stuff. Yeah. And you have to walk on this trail in the woods, um, away from all the fields and all the volleyball courts and the mm -hmm. obstacle courses and everything. You walk into a you walk down this trail and then there's like a a screened in structure mm -hmm. and there's like doors, like an old porch. Okay. And that's where we would eat. That's okay. where we would, that's the mess hall. That's okay. where we would eat. There was like a little kitchen in there and there was mm -hmm. things, uh, tables. And then we slept in like tent structures, but in the tents, there were like little cots. 
They were elevated off the ground. They were like three feet off the ground. And then you would put your sleeping bag on top of it. You know what I'm saying? It kind of looked like a a stretcher that you pick somebody up on. Mm -hmm. It kind of looked like that. It was like that same fabric. You put your sleeping bag on top of it Mm -hmm. in order to make it kind of comfortable. Okay. And... You know, I leave all my stuff. I lay out my, I make my bed and everything because I know I'm going to be tired when I get back. Mm-hmm. Smart guy. I leave, have fun all day, mm-hmm. do a bunch of activities. Can't recall exactly what we did. And I come back after a long day. I had just showered um, in like a public shower kind of setting. Okay. So that was a weird experience in itself. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I don't give, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I come back, I open my thing, my sleeping bag. And it's full of palmetto bugs. Dude, completely killed my vibe. Yeah, I wouldn't I couldn't use that thing. Dude, uh, so I shake it all out. Mm-hmm. I'm like almost in tears because I'm so like mad. Yeah. And I shake it out and I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to sleep inside the mess hall. And so I'm like, I'm not sleeping out here. Yeah. I had a I had a bunk mate. I'm yeah. like, dude, I didn't even, I'm not even saying anything to him. I just took my stuff and I went over there. Yeah. And I went and slept inside that thing on the floor, which was way better. There was no AC or anything, but it, at least it was clean. Yeah, it was cleaner. Yeah. Um, and I went inside and I slept. I woke up. I wake up in the morning. It was like six in the morning. There's like 10 other dudes that had the same idea as me. I wake up. It was like 10 other dudes just sleeping on the floor. I guess yeah, it was bro. bugs everywhere. Yeah, dude. But that was, um, that was definitely my worst experience. Where was this? Me. It's called Camp La Noche. Where's that at? See, I don't know. I think it's, I want to say it's near Ocala. Okay. I want to say it's near that area. It's like a forest area kind of thing. Oh, okay. But it's like a uh, Native American kind of place, La Noche. That's like the okay. Native American thing. But it was cool. We had a lot of like people who were like retired, high ranking military officials mm-hmm. come talk to us and everything. We did a bunch of activities. You know, there were like relay races and scavenger hunts and archery and just, yeah. just fun stuff to do when you're like a young man. Yeah, sounds fun, yeah. bro. It was cool. It was really cool. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was so funny that, like, because I didn't really take ROTC that serious. Yeah. But there were some people in there. Oh, yeah. They're like, okay, yeah. Um, like, major pain over here. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, like, physically, we were in ROTC. Mm-hmm. But mentally, like, they were in Iraq. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, I they. I knew a couple motherfuckers dude, like that, yeah. Buzz cut voluntarily. Mm-hmm. Dude, just walking around ready to lay down their life for their country. Yep. I know. I knew a lot. And they, they spoke like they were in the military, too. Oh, yeah. I knew a Echo, couple. Echo, bravo, frox, trot. Yeah. yeah like, Whoa, what are you saying, dog? Yeah. And you're freaking uh, me out. Damn, bro, you need to get some puss. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is, bro. You get some puss and then, you know, you'll be out of that that bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. I think I was in ROTC until sophomore year. And I was like, dude, what am I doing? I thought about it. It was fun. It was definitely fun. There was a bunch of cool stuff. And, um, the the highest ranking guy that was running the program, his name was Colonel Nardo. He was a great man. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a really old school Italian dude, mm-hmm. but he was like Colonel in the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. Old school dude. Cool, really, really cool guy. And he actually passed away from cancer. Oh. And when that happened, it kind of all fell apart and yeah. the leadership was like lacking. And I was like, what am I doing here? Like, yeah. it, it, it just wasn't for me anymore. Yeah. And I decided to pursue other ventures. And now I'm going to school. Um, I didn't even play any sports in high school. Really? It's weird. I didn't really either. Like, I was, um, when I came, like, I was trying to play ball. Like, I was trying to play basketball. Mm-hmm. And, like, but I, I got here at 11, discovered basketball at 14, 
And like, I was like, I want to do this. And like, I started playing basketball, started out as the tallest person on every team. I was like already growing and then I stopped growing. <laughs> Just stopped That's growing. What happened to me, dog? Yeah. Started out tallest and like, eventually I got pretty good. Mm-hmm. But um, like, I tried out for the team freshman year. Um, and one of my best friends now, uh, we've been like really good friends for a long time. He pushed me into a pole and like split my eye. Uh, yeah. So I had to retire that year. (laughs) And then like my sophomore year, I came back, got all the way to final cuts. And then they're like, well, we got like, we already have people at your position already. So yeah, try again next year. I'm like, okay, go again the next year same shit final cuts yeah you know we got we got people at your position you know this blah 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 i'm like and then i'm looking around like they literally bring no new people on there on their team yeah only new people come on there are their freshmen where'd you go to high school seminole seminole yeah i went to Oviedo. oh i love Oviedo. i like yeah. Oviedo. it was chill. It's a good school chill yeah. school they um i think we were basketball state champs for a year when i was there oh nice yeah, our mm-hmm. basketball team was trash. They kept, like, great players. Everybody individually, great. Anybody go to college for basketball? Um, a lot of them did. Um, well, one of them, like, one of the best guys ended up going for baseball, which was crazy. Really? Yeah. Just an athlete? Yeah, just an athlete. Um, baseball is the most money you could probably make right off the bat. Yeah, you know? right off the bat, dude. You become a millionaire easily. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a couple of them went to college, but, like, smaller colleges and stuff like that. And none of them really panned out. I can't really say anybody has done anything like um, significant. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like I said, individually, really great talents, but like as a team, it just wasn't fitting together. I don't know if it was coaching. I don't know if like it was just chemistry or whatever it is. Um, but it just didn't work out. Like I know I still am, am cool with some of the guys and stuff like that. And like I can say for sure they'll beat like they'll they're better than a lot of you know other high school athletes at the time yeah for sure um but you know for some reason it didn't work out and then um what the crazy part is like my senior year like everybody expected me to go do it again this blah 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 and like the point guard from the team was like dude he's like he was one like he was one of the guys that like used to clown on me all the time and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and like when he was leaving he's like bro like you're good play this year and you'll be on there do you think they're gonna need you mm-hmm. and i was like no i'm not doing that <laughs> i'm not even gonna try yeah i'm like i'm not even gonna try bro like that shit broke my heart like the, <laughs> the two times when i got cut on final cuts bro mm-hmm. that shit broke my heart dude so like i was like no i'm definitely not i'm not doing this then you go to school now yeah uh go to ucf now mm-hmm. um doing, you said you were studying earlier yeah yeah doing homework and shit lots of fucking homework what's your major uh, majors in communications, minor in sports and business management. Oh, that's nice. Do you so, have a plan? My plan is to get into a radio station and talk sports, be an analyst. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, bro. What kind of sports do you want to learn? Um, so I'm going to, like, uh, my plan is MMA because it is such a open growing. field right now. It's, it's growing. growing. It's growing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not too many MMA analysts that can go in depth mm-hmm. and... <clears throat> I feel like I can be better than a lot of these guys mm-hmm. that you even see on TV. Yeah. Just speaking MMA. Yeah. Um, 
because, you know, a lot these guys are well decorated and, you know, they have all the credentials, but they never knew MMA. You know, they don't know mm -hmm. MMA and stuff like that. So it's not really their Stephen fault. A. Smith. Yeah, he knows he knows shit about MMA. <laughs> Max Kellerman, I can like he knows boxing at least, but he yeah. still doesn't know MMA. He doesn't know the fighters. He doesn't know like, you know, jujitsu at all. Like, yeah. So like, I actually want to be a color commentator. I was gonna to talk to Mitch at Combat Night and try to see if cool, I could get into that. Dude. That'll be because cool. I'm not trying to fight, dog. I, like, I can't. Yeah, you're, I you're, can't do you're it, dude. You're a but, handsome guy. But I know, like, enough about fighting mm -hmm. to the point where I can go into depth about what's going on. Yeah, what is going to happen? Yeah, because once, because honestly. With fighting, you lose people on the ground. Yeah. They don't know what's going on. Exactly. Unless you've grappled or you've trained some type of martial art on the ground, mm -hmm. you have no idea what's going on. Mm -hmm. And that's something I'm actually interested in doing. I've actually talked to Donnie about it. And he's like, dude, you should definitely try to do that. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. And I just have to I just have to get in there and talk to Mitch. Yeah. Um, I have to figure that Mitch out. Mitch will give you the opportunity, man. Mitch is a really nice guy. Shout out Combat Night. Um, he's a real awesome dude mm -hmm. and uh, very professional. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he he demands not perfection, but he demands you to be good. But yeah. you're good, man. Yeah. You, you talk very well. You speak well and you can carry a conversation like no other. And mm -hmm. you, like you said, you know, you know enough about the sport to to really sit there and talk about it, you know, mm -hmm. to get everybody to understand what's going on. Yeah. And that that's the most important thing. You got to yeah. basically tell you got to like pretend like nobody can actually see you got to make them see with your words mm -hmm. and that's the and you know, that's the whole thing and for people that don't know combat night is uh a fight promotion in florida um it's basically like the ufc of, of this florida. area of yeah. florida um and no offense to that whole promotion but i think i could bring a certain level of intensity as well as knowledge to mm -hmm. that that whole thing being yeah. a commentator um because i like the commentators that are on there mm -hmm. it just feels like like because you know how the ufc like honestly yeah. the commentating yeah. is like that a makes, big portion of that like makes the, the fight bro. it does make the fight for yeah. sure you know that's a great argument to say that that that's a huge reason why people listen joe rogan yeah. and um john, john Anik, Anik yeah. and um dc dc that's flow yeah. bisping even bisping yeah bisping's real good yeah he's gotten a lot better recently yeah um but dude that that makes the fight that you're bringing their personality mm -hmm. to analyze the fight for you in yeah. real time you get to hear their reaction mm -hmm. and that's that's a huge part of the fight. That's a huge part of the experience of watching these cage fights. Such a primal event yeah. is hearing these people who are educated on the sport to be able to express their views. Mm -hmm. And the thing about being a color commentator is you're not just bringing up facts. You're also talking about what's happening. Yeah. And you're analyzing what could happen based off of your knowledge of the sport. Yeah. Some analysts have never played that sport. Yeah. Like Stephen A. Smith. Mm-hmm. If you never played the sport, you're basically just going off of things you've seen and things you've heard. Yeah. You're not going off experience. You don't know what it's like to be in those players' shoes. Dude, you know what irks me the most is when they disrespect Connor. Who? Stephen A. Smith. What does he say? Like, he's always like, oh, like, Connor's like, he's like, oh, he's good, but like, he will get mopped by these people and this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mopped? Like, you don't know who Connor is. Like, the only guy that could mop him left. Khabib. It's Khabib, and like it's not e like he did the best against Khabib than anybody's ever did. He did, yeah. And 
he actually won a round. I don't know why they gave Gaethje round one. That was crazy. And we're back. Yeah, we're back. Yes, sir. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, use that time to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And refill our beverages. Our tasty beverages. Oh, yeah. This is actually pretty good. Yeah. Not Got it from a 7-Eleven. How much? Dude, like $10. $10. $10. Yeah, yeah. That's my type of pricing right there. On some wine. Yeah. I drink Vino, too much Henny, Chris though. Vino. Yeah, young Vino, baby. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I like Hennessy. Hennessy's good. My girl does not like Hennessy. Most people don't like Hennessy. My girl loves Hennessy. I put her on Hennessy, and we've been drinking Hennessy ever since. Hennessy's all right. I used to think it was disgusting, and then it grew on me, and now, I, now I'm at a point where I drink it, and I'm like, this doesn't even hurt. Bro, <laughs> exactly how I felt, dude. When I first started, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Like, what the heck? Smell, you can't smell it either. You can't smell it because you, uh, you want to throw up. Uh. But eventually i was just drinking it more and more and like it was kind of a peer pressure thing honestly because all my friends were drinking hennessy and i'm mm-hmm. like i was drinking fucking malibu <laughs> malibu is good it's great it's just a girl drink it's a girl drink but it's right. great my uh malibu and some pineapple juice oh dude dude i like hennessy with cranberry juice hennessy and cranberries that dude, is a go-to that's fire it's with some ice of course on the rocks always me and my girl do with apple juice though Oh, that's good. It's really good. Heck yeah. yeah it it kind of like, um, it's still strong, but it like, it doesn't taste as bad because Hennessy doesn't taste good. Anybody that tells you Hennessy tastes good is lying. Yeah, they're lying. That's not a, it's not a delicious drink. It's yeah, not um, at all. It's mostly to flex. Yeah. Really. But I, I love it, especially it's like. It's good. I like three shots of that and I'm, I'm chilling. Oh yeah, you're done. Yeah. You're done so. Dude, have you yeah. ever done, a, done Incredible Hulk? What is that? Hennessy and Hypnotic mixed together. No. You'll probably take one drink and that'll be it for the rest of the night. That's perfect, dude. Dude. Three shots of Hennessy and like I'm doing some nasty stuff. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> Hennessy, that's liquid courage. That's bro, that's that's Viagra. Dude. <laughs> that's liquid you Viagra, know, bro. You know what a bad feeling is when you are like downtown mm-hmm. and you you realize you're at a point where you're like, oh shit, like I could not properly defend myself right now. Dor, I've been there. That's not a good feeling. I've been there. That was me like last weekend downtown. Dude. Dude, I threw up in a bathroom. I've never thrown up downtown before. I was there with my girl, her roommate, and one of my good friends. Mm-hmm. And we were all down there. And me and him had killed, me, him, and my girl, I killed like a, bottle of jack daniels or it was jameson okay kill a bottle of jameson it had a coffee in it or something i don't know mm-hmm. it was good though yeah. and so i went Love downtown jameson. yeah irish whiskey i went downtown took a shot of jack daniels just real jack daniels dude as soon as it hit my stomach it was like yeah. uh-uh no sir yeah, this is jack, coming out yeah jack and i went different. to the bathroom and i threw up and it felt good. Yeah. I'm it it, it always feels good after you throw up. Oh. And my girl's roommate came in there and she was like, oh, are you all right? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I just threw up. <laughs> and some chick came in the bathroom. That, the men's bathroom, by the way, which I'm in there. I'm in, mm-hmm. there's like a urinal, a sink, and a stall with a sink and a bathroom. Yeah. Or toilet. And I'm in the stall and I faded as hell. 
mm. throwing up. It was like a quick one. And um, my my girl's roommate comes in there. She ends up using the restroom. I'm washing my hands. And then uh, some girl comes in the restroom and she's like, hey, I know you're in there. I know you stole my phone. And I was like, uh, I came out there and I was like, listen, I didn't take your phone. I didn't take anybody's phone. <laughs> so faded, but like still like yeah. conscious of the situation. I was like, I didn't take anybody's phone. Uh, it's not in here. And then she was like, all right. I guess like I was so convincing when I said that. that she, she was like, all right. She just she walked probably, out. She's probably looking for somebody else. I mean, I don't know what she was looking for, but it wasn't in there. Yeah. Oh, man. That's dude. I threw up in a Denny's. It wasn't a parking lot. I threw up like right inside of Denny's. I was trying to run out. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't make it, dude. This oh, in the lobby? In the lobby. Oh, yeah. you're a dick. Two years ago. Christmas time, one of my friend's birthdays. Yeah. We went to um what's this place called? Uh I can't remember. Some spot downtown. Tier, 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 tier. Tier nightclub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Twelve bottles of Henny. Uh twelve bottles of Henny. Should be illegal. Yes, in a section. And there there was a decent amount of us there. And it has to be. Oh yeah. Twelve bottles of Henny. Twelve bottles, yeah. My boy, like he like when he does his birthdays, he he does them big. Mm-hmm. So I still got videos from that, bro. They're crazy night. I did. I got so drunk, bro. Like I like lost my rings. I had on two rings. I didn't actually lose them. I put them in my jacket, but I nice. <laughs> I forgot I put them in nice. my jacket. Looking out for yourself. And I took me like six months before I found them again. And they were in the jacket that I checked seven times. Really? Yeah. And I just couldn't find it. But dude, I I threw up in that in the lobby because like i was like all right i'm good i'm good I'm good and then it just started so i'm like i'm trying to run bro yeah. and i just threw up right there and i'm like i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i like dipped i like bro drive me home come on yeah for sure let's go once you throw i don't i i don't know people who can like i don't know how people can like throw up and then keep going Oh no, no, dude! Once you throw up, it's over. That's it, bro. It's, it's time to go it's home. Time. It's time. Sometimes I can stick around, but I'm not drinking anymore. Yeah, I'm done. Like after I throw up, yeah, like, your breath stinks. Yeah. Smells like throw up. It's like I don't want to be here. Dude, like I want to go home right now. The one time I kept going after throwing up was oh. like I was drinking Jack mm-hmm. for the first time. Yeah, and I was like, I was with my girlfriend at the time, like at a in the in the woods of all places, white girl. <laughs> and, <laughs> and like doing like some sort of party camping whatever bonfire yeah some shit. <laughs> and we were like i was definitely above age yeah for sure and i was like was probably, she yeah i was like 22 she was 21 oh, nice. and dude i just remember i like i took that shot it was like everybody's like yeah take the shot take the shot i took the shot i'm like yeah i got this this blah blah blah. I'm like, by the time then, I was already drinking henny. So I was like, yeah, I got this Jack, whatever. Ugh. Took me five seconds of walking away, bro, and mm-hmm. it just. Ugh. Dude, the thing about Jack is it'll make you throw up instantly. Instantly, it's not one of those where it's like, oh, like you 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 walk around, you'll get dizzy and throw up. It's like, you know, if you're gonna throw up as soon as you drink it, as soon as bro, as it, soon hits as it hits your stomach, stomach and, and it's like, like, whoa, that does not feel good. Yeah, I feel like I just drank motor oil. Exactly, and, and you're like, it's coming up dude and like <laughs> i i just remember just like a quick throw up and then i was like all right i'm good 
and then I just went, I went back into drinking again. Wasn't Jack anymore. I, I took that. I was like, I'm done with that. Yeah. I took some little, I don't know what else I was drinking. It was, bro, I've had so many crazy adventures drinking. That's why I'm a yakaholic, bro. Yakaholic. <laughs> I'm a yakaholic, bro. Dude, I've had some, I've had alcohol poisoning. Like really? to the point where I should have like, I should have like died. Dang. Like I did that. I drank that much. Like I had a seizure on the bathroom floor. But I was like conscious of it. It was so weird. Yeah. Um, I was at my friend's house with two girls. And I don't know how, but I ended up getting my hands on like a bottle of like Russian vodka. Mm-hmm. Like not even English on the thing. Yeah. There's numbers. And I'm like, all right, well, this is like 45 no, Russians are alcohol. crazy, bro. Yeah, dude. And I was trying to show off. I think I was in high school. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah I can really drink. Yeah. Up. Dude, I'm like 5'7. <laughs> I was 5'7 at the time. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I drank like I think like twelve shots. Whoa! Hey, in like an hour, dude, you're crazy. And then I just started throwing up so much in the bathroom, right? I bet. And this girl was trying to like take care of me because mm-hmm. like I was obviously extremely inebriated. Yeah. And I'm throwing up in the bathroom, and um, I'm like laying on the floor, and I'm like. I'm like seizing, like I'm oh, literally Jesus. having a seizure. I'm having convulsions. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, but it's weird because I'm awake because I don't get like, I like, obviously this is the most drunk I ever was. Mm-hmm. I don't get blackout drunk. I remember everything that happens at all times. Yeah. That doesn't happen to me. I don't have lapses in my memory. Yeah. I feel like that's bullshit. Yeah. I feel like when people say, oh, I don't remember what happened. You definitely remember, bitch. Yeah, most people you remember. remember. What the fuck's wrong with you? Dude, I, it's only recently started for me where I like, I don't remember shit. Like, yeah, the not the whole thing but like there's Dude, different I, pieces I remember everything that happens all the time I don't know if it's always going to be like that but that's how it's been up to this point in my life yeah, good, man. and good yeah and I I don't know what happened but she's like get in the shower she's like get in the shower so like I she like helps me take my clothes off mm-hmm. and I'm naked <laughs> and I'm in the shower and she turned it on and it was cold as fuck yeah that's what you're supposed to do supposedly fuck that dude I was cold as hell. That's what you're supposed to do. I was, to get I was like, drunk out bro, of I was already shaking though. Oh man! And I'm in a cold ass shower, drunk as shit. Yeah. And I'm in there like. Ugh. It doesn't sound fun. I'll say that. And I remember because I remember everything. Yeah. I remember her peeking in the shower, and she's like looking at my piece, <laughs> and it's cold, and I'm drunk. No, so. you're you're on shrinkage. No, nah, it wasn't even like that. I, I don't I don't even remember what it was on, but mm. it was. It was what it was. Yeah, it wasn't at full strength. <laughs> it definitely was not at 10 hut. <laughs> it was not at 10 hut. But <laughs> she she was like looking at it. Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, what are you looking at? And she's like, I'm looking at it like a doctor. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> right? What does that a even doctor? mean? A doctor? Dude, I remember. I remember. I had to go to a doctor. Um, it was like, uh, I don't I think it was like 10 or something. It wasn't my primary care physician. It was like for something else. I was getting like some tests done. Mm-hmm. And like doctors will touch you like, you know, yeah. your balls and stuff to yeah. make sure they're straight. But I remember she like, she like grabbed my shaft. No, she grabbed my shaft. What the fuck? Like did like a <laughs> How old were you? Dude, I was like 11, Ew. 10 or something like that. Ew. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But, like, now that I think about that, I looked it up, too, and I'm like, there was no reason why she should have done that. Yeah, that's weird. That was weird as fuck, right? Because, yeah, like, the last time I literally got my balls checked by a doctor, she just, like, she literally took a quick peek, 
felt it, and that was the end of it. Yeah, but not your dick, right? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. That's, she, like, grabbed my dick. That's fucking weird, dude. Like, hey, she, she grabbed it, like... She's one you, of those people we were talking about. Bro, I got me too <laughs> <laughs> For real. Bro, like, the, everybody everybody gets me too dude you never know it happens it happens a lot and all we get is uh weird looks at thanksgiving (laughs) you know that that, that, that's that's all that comes after it it just happens yeah um but like i think i think dave Chappelle said something special about that um but like michael jackson imagine like being the kid that michael jackson touched i saw that dude dave Chappelle. what's going on goat comedian Oh, yeah, turn your mic towards your face. Oh, my bad. There we go. You're speaking to a dog like this. Better? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but dude, imagine, like, some people just get molested by their uncle. Imagine getting molested by Michael Jackson. That's the, it, bro, and I remember that scene. <laughs> he's like, like, when Michael got mad, he's like, well, I, f- I fed you, I fucked you, and I <laughs> took you to the ranch, and this is what you do to me? <laughs> <laughs> bro i remember that like he got his dick sucked by the king of pop yeah dude, <laughs> dude he's honestly one of the funniest dudes ever Goat. he's goaded man literally he's goaded. The Chappelle show i'm dude, watching it da- now my dad was i think he just came on some kind of streaming service right? netflix yeah yeah he was watching it the other day I, he was i walked in the house he's watching that most iconic episode of the Chappelle show with the the black white supremacists yes yes literally yeah, he's watching just, that Clayton Bigsby, Clayton yeah. Bigsby, <laughs> and it was the funniest part. It was the one where he's at the meeting. Mm-hmm. He's, oh, he's he took off his mask. We got to stop him off from coming to our country. White power, and then, <laughs> and then we started cheering and yeah. everything. White power, dude. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. And then he took off his mask, and some guy's head exploded. Yeah. Oh, bro, like I saw that again. I was like, this is disgusting, but it's hilarious, dude. And now you couldn't even put that on TV. You can't, bro. You can't even get close to any of that you think, stuff. You remember, you remember Tropic Thunder? Yes. You think they could put that on now? <laughs> Robert De Niro gets a pass for a lot of things, man. So maybe. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he, Did he, I say Robert De Niro? I meant Robert Downey yeah, Jr. Yeah, we know what you meant. Like, we know what you meant. <laughs> um, um, no. Um, the thing about it is a loophole because he did blackface, yeah. but he was playing an actor in the movie who was doing blackface. Yeah. So technically he wasn't doing it. Yeah. That's so, a that's a loophole. So he got into the loophole and like. But that was a funny ass movie. It was. Funny. And you can't make movies like that anymore. It won't happen. Although, one of the least pro- politically correct movies that has came out recently is the new Borat. Have you seen it? I just watched it. So funny. Hilarious. So funny, dude. Hilarious. I love that type of comedy. Yeah. Because it's real. It's real. And people think it's like fake. And like he literally had to change his disguise in the beginning of the movie because too many people recognize yeah. it. Hey, Borat. You know, yeah. like dude, and like um, I saw, like I was listening, I think, um, I was looking, listening to Brandon Schaub talk about uh the giuliani part when um he got his uh i didn't see what he said his fake daughter in yeah yeah that part like it was actually real like nothing was scripted on that giuliani thought she was a real reporter and everything like that and that whole interview and everything was completely real now granted like in the movie the girl's supposed to be what 14 she's she's actually 24 yeah she's 24 25 and what everybody thinks is like Giuliani actually tried to have, se- have sex with the girl. He actually didn't. Like they had him like um, there was something with his shirt 
or his whatever. microphone and his microphone yeah that's and where they tuck the mic in yeah and that's and where they tucked those it kind in of mics. Yeah. and he was trying to adjust it what kind of mics are those called lavalier lavalier yeah the lavalier. ones they do with interviews mm-hmm. lavalier mic yeah. yeah they um they put those on people with like interviews and stuff yeah. and i think it's uncomfortable when you're like sitting down in a mm-hmm. chair to have it in the back mm-hmm. they put it in the front I'm not defending him, but that's a that's a weird that that was a that the way they framed it in the movie, yeah. it couldn't have looked worse for him. Yeah. It was a setup. And like, you know, I took it as like it's just a movie. Like yeah. I didn't I didn't really take it seriously because one, I knew the girl was actually overage mm-hmm. and he didn't know the girl was underage, you know. Why would an underage girl be interviewing him? Exactly. How she could she even get that job? She couldn't. That's crazy that she did though. As yeah. an actress. As an actress. Got to the point where she's interviewing the guy who's the attorney for Donald Trump, the president of the United States. Exactly. That's crazy. And like to think about how all of this Anything's stuff. possible. Anything's possible. <laughs> and then like I was sitting there, like, remember the parts where he was in um with the the two Trump supporter guys, um, yes. the two redneck dudes, and I'm like, I'm still trying to figure out was that real or was that scripted? Now nah, they had cameras in the house, dude. Because like a lot of the movie isn't scripted, so I'm like, what's real and what isn't? That had to be scripted. It has to because nobody because they can were be that sitting stupid. in the living room yeah. talking. And there's people just filming. Yeah, like that. That's weird. Why would they just be in their house filming? Yeah, because why? Why was he at their house in the first place? Corona. No, but he was there for a reason. It was like to. Was he? Why? Why was he there? Because he was. And he said, "Can I go home with you guys or something like that?" Yeah, because he was like, "Um, they had a, a lockdown." Oh yeah, town. and he was like, "Can I go home?" He's like, "Sure." Yeah, he's like, so sure. why? Right, so like, I imagine being that guy. And somebody mm-hmm. asks you, "You're nice enough to allow him into your home. You're not bringing a fucking camera crew and allow him to install yeah. cameras in your house." It's obviously fake. Yeah, that's true. That's obviously fake. True, 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 true. Um, but besides the fact that is honestly one of the most politically incorrect movies, and those are the best ones. It's hilarious. It's so weird how it's people fun. are so sensitive. Yeah, like, it, it, it's literally just to have fun. It's like to poke fun at stupid crap, and, and that's the funniest stuff. Yeah, and to poke fun of people's like you know um, stereotyping mm-hmm. other people, other countries, and stuff like it's just poking fun at it. Yeah, and I took it as what it is, you know, just a funny movie, just like the Fast and Furious movies. You can't take those movies seriously, ever. Yeah. Like, Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift was the last, last good one. one, only good one. Yeah, I uh, know two was good too. I like the first two. one. Too. One and two. Yeah, one and two and Tokyo Drift, and then yeah, the rest, the other thirteen were not as funny. Not, they're it's, not as good. Like it's too many. It's just focus on street racing, man. Yeah. Why are we trying to It's fight? got a little too extra. Like, why is the rock in here now? I know, right? The rock <laughs> takes over everything. Man, he had a point where I was like, dude, can you stop being in movies? I haven't even seen Jumanji. It's a pretty good movie. Really? Other than that. Isn't there two? Two of them. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't pretty seen good. any of them. It's funny. I remember the original Jumanji. Uh, Robin Williams. Yep. Yeah. That really one was a movie. good movie. Yeah. Remember that as a kid, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the gorilla right here, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Straight out of Jumanji. Straight out. Nah, straight out of Home Goods. <laughs> hey, you know shout out TJ Maxx, right? <laughs> yeah, literally, they're all cousins. Yeah, um, Home Goods, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Ross, Ross. Yeah, all the best places. Yeah, dude, that's where I shop, bro. I do too. No. You got to. Ain't no shame Forever Twenty One. I, I dude, I can't find anything I like at Forever Twenty One, bro. It's like, too plain. I like looking good, but I'm not spending copious amounts of money. Yeah. On like shoes and stuff like that. Like, I have a shoe addiction, so really? I'll, I'll spend it. Yeah, I'll spend it. Cream Yeezys, 
They're pretty fresh. They're pretty fresh. How much do they cost now? They were expensive when they first came out. Two twenty. Yeah. Retail, resale value. It depends on the time. I got these off resale, and they were only like one seventy. You are a hype beast. I remember sort of. seeing that, like sort of. seeing you saying, "Ah, oh, should have got them next time," and it was like some like shoe. Yeah. yeah, bro. I like, dude. The sneakers app, worst, kind of the worst and the best thing ever invented. Like, cause you can get like exclusive shoes and you can get the releases, but you rarely get anything. Like, mm-hmm. I've put in say for fifty sneakers, mm-hmm. I've gotten four. Cool. And that's how everybody's like. One of my friends, he's been doing it for like three years. He just got his first two dubs last week. So what do you do? Is that like you you buy the shoes to resell them? Um, no, technically me. Like you can do that. Personally, I, I buy most of my shoes to keep them. Mm-hmm. So like if it's something I really like, then I'll OK, I'll like I'll put in the raffle or like I'll try to get it on release day. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's certain shoes that I resell. Like I got um, the Nike Sakai's regret reselling them. But at the time, it was like the flip was so good. Like I made five hundred dollars off of a hundred and forty dollar shoe. Nice. So I was like, you know what? I got to do it. But like it's still that expensive now. Yeah. Used or new. It's one of my still. friends. He would do that. He would camp out and get the shoes. I camped out one and time. And resell them. Yeah. Because for some reason, they only sell a certain amount of the shoe. Yeah. And yeah. that makes it more expensive than the price you bought it for. Yeah. Because people are willing to pay more knowing you can't get them anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's a good investment. It is a good investment. If it's guaranteed. Yeah. The thing that people do now are sneaker bots. Mm-hmm. So what they'll do, they'll get these bots online and stuff like that. And they will enter your card information, check out and shipping and all of that stuff in three seconds. Mm. So it makes it like awful for the people like me that don't have bots because bots are thousands of dollars. Mm hmm. Um, and we can't get shit, but you got all these, these people buying these shoes to, you know, to get for resale instantly. Yeah. Instantly. Like, and I can't compete with that. You know, sometimes you get lucky. Just that's why I like sneakers because sometimes they do raffles. Mm -hmm. So bots aren't allowed on raffles. So they like, you know, you get a fair shot at everything. So like if I lose a raffle, then I'll be like, ah, okay. But most of the time I lose to a bot, um, when I'm trying to get some regular shoes and sometimes they put the most like. The shoes that I want the most on a regular stuff. I'm like, dude, this is this is nuts. Isn't that scary? Robots and yeah. AI and AI. Dude. It's happened so quick. Yeah. And you know, what, internet gonna... wasn't even a thing like thirty years ago. And now it's like you're competing for money against I'm, a robot. Exactly. Who I'm never gonna beat. Never. Ever. It's impossible. They so. have they're developing AI so quickly now that Yeah. You know, I think Elon Musk is coming out with what is it, Neuralink? Yeah. I saw that. And, you know, Joe, Joe Rogan, um, he, he's talked about that a lot. And he's like, dude, wouldn't that be cool, you know, to have this and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, he just says that he wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, I wouldn't do it. And I'm like, dude, wouldn't. I wouldn't do that either. Because yeah, like, then they just flip chip? a switch and do whatever they want with your body. And, dude, you're like, have you seen Black Mirror? That's a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, that's, that's a Black that's Mirror That's the episode. premise for, I'm pretty sure, at least one Black Mirror episode. Yeah, that's the premise. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Black Mirror. One of the great shows, man. For sure, great yeah, shows. Really great show. Yeah. Well, I remember the, the the first episode, I was hooked. Yeah. It was like the, uh, what, the British Prime Minister or something? <laughs> they made him have sex with, with a, pig. a pig. Yeah, dude. And all for hilarious. nothing, right? All for yeah. nothing. All for nothing. That uh, was hilarious. On TV. Yeah. That's crazy. That's embarrassing. Dude, dude well, imagine no having shit. to do that. 
No. Imagine that. I mean, all right. So if you had sex with one animal, what would it be? I wouldn't have sex with any animal. You had to. One animal. I think I would want to do something like a cool animal, like something I could brag about. <laughs> uh, like what? Maybe like a... While you're thinking, I'll Maybe think. like come and like sneak up and seduce like a... Uh, like a, uh, a red butt monkey? Nah, like a, like a rhino. Oh. <laughs> I, think, I think if you're, I think if you're smooth enough, <laughs> I think that it'll, it'll let you. What what animals have vaginas? Like, tell me every animal. Every that's animal. A woman. That's okay. Uh, mostly a mammal. I mean, mostly mammals. I mean, I wasn't. I mean, nothing crossed my mind that was a <laughs> a reptile or anything. I think the only thing that I would. I think a mammal is the only consideration I have yeah. as far as an animal. Okay, uh, a mammal. Mm. A chimp. Nah. Can't do monkeys. They'll rip your dick off and throw it in a tall grass. Or they like it. <laughs> or they like it. <laughs> Remember when people thought that's where AIDS came from? Dude, that's <laughs> where all STDs come from. Someone's fucked something they shouldn't have. Oh, my goodness. That's where STDs come from. Somebody put their dick in something they shouldn't have, and now there's a thing. That's just a thing. I don't know, bro. It doesn't just magically appear. But, like, it could be other things, like, you know, like, vaginas are kind of dirty, dude. Yeah, but they clean themselves. They have like a little Roomba in there. That's what discharge is. It's fucking awesome. I know. Like they, they clean themselves and stuff like that. But what if like some shit mixed that wasn't supposed well, to? Well, the thing about STDs is they're like viruses. Yeah. So it's not something the human body can just produce. It needs mm-hmm. to be transmitted through something. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't always STDs. True. Someone put their dick in something. A monkey? <laughs> someone's done it bro somebody's yeah yeah somebody's done definitely done dude, it yeah. if there's a hole somebody's put their dick in it at least one point in yeah, history guys are fucking weird dude it's true dog guys, we're weird bro dude people get horny and mm-hmm. they just do anything you know sometimes bro i used to be so horny when i was a child <laughs> bro it's ridiculous bro, i was just fucking be, bro like oh like shit now i, I, just, st- I still have the same sex drive nah, 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 nah. that it was out of hand when i was like 14 really Dude, it was out of hand. Now it's, I don't know, it might be the same now. And I just kind of more mature mentally and yeah, control it. I think so. Yeah. But when I was 14, I had no self-control. Mm-hmm. I am masturbating five times a day. <laughs> I have towels that stand up by themselves. <laughs> Anything, everything. Bro. I would, it, dude, I could see some fucking sap off a tree the wrong way and i'm just erect dude i could see something i could i could be on a bumpy road bro you're and I fucking get, crazy i could dude. be on a bumpy road it's go time when i get home dude dude and what's crazy is we have we had the internet too mm-hmm. and that that's a crazy thing dude the first device i had where i could get on the internet i was looking at porn you were looking at porn dude i crashed my psp looking at porn dude psp you weren't even able to PSP? watch videos yeah dude i did it i fucking did it dude myself. i was cr- i was downloading everything i didn't care you weren't even supposed to be able to watch videos they didn't have like um yo uh what is the what's the it's like uh java or something to be able to play videos right Dude, PSP didn't even have yeah, that. But and I was finding Ed, bro, I turned yeah. into fucking Edward Snowden on that PSP, just trying <laughs> to find any way to look at tits. Dude. Anyway. I'll tell you the first time I discovered porn. Yeah. I was at my uncle's house mm-hmm. um, in, in the room. And like I dropped room. something <laughs> under the bed. 
actually like it was just like it dropped and then it like rolled just slightly under the bed and i looked under and like i'm trying to grab it and then i just see dvds like, oh the best I'm like what is this oh just the, booty co- bitches just, volume the, four. just the cover yeah just the, the cover. collage and then like i look at the cover i'm like what the hell i'm like life changed life changed <laughs> and like i started like you know you start get rocked and then you're like i'm like i have my xbox there i'm like let me put this in there see what this is about oh no you watched it i watched it oh you're savage bro like and like i was like so scared too because like i was at my uncle's i was like i'm just dude i'm just on vacation yeah and like nobody's home like right mm-hmm. now so i'm like i watched it and then i'm like you know, I'm getting kind of horny here. Mm-hmm. Didn't know what it was back then, like, because I was super young. How old were you? I'd say probably like 13. Damn, really? Yeah, 12, 13, probably. And I'm like looking at this shit. I'm like, you know, you start you start masturbating just a little bit, you know, you touching just a yeah, little yeah. bit. And then like busting nut for the first fucking time, bro. Dude, the best nut you ever bust in your life. Ever. The whole universe. And then you're like, what is this? In your brain. <laughs> you know, you're looking like, what is this? This is it dog water? This is not <laughs> going to get this? anybody pregnant. What right? is this substance? <laughs> and, you know, that was, it was downhill from there, bro. You know, and like. Downhill. <laughs> downhill from there, bro. Like, uh, like got a girl, like a girlfriend at 14. Oh, you got and, addicted to dry humping? Oh, bro, we were having sex at 14, Really? Bro. Yeah. Oh, nice. Convinced her. Nice. Yeah, I was a bad fucking kid sometimes. Nah, that's dude. awesome. And yeah, that was the end of it. I uh, like, I like, when we took each other's virginity, mm-hmm. bro, we didn't, it, it like, it didn't stop from there, bro. Like, it's like crazy. Like, I just wanted sex all the time i mean you're 14 bro ruined relationships off of shit like that dude yeah it's weird it's it's because girls aren't the same as guys you know not the same as guys like they they can control that shit yeah and like at that point like dude that's all i wanted and then i just like i remember like she's like oh you come here to see me it's just to have sex exactly i'm like yeah i like you correct (laughs) like oh what's the problem like i didn't see a problem with it but then like like I just realized like that's what she like she thought that's all I wanted and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And which is kind of true here and there. Yeah. But, you know, like we were in a relationship before that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So eventually we got <clears throat> it took me a long time, but I got to the point to where like I can control it. Like so I don't, I don't have to have sex. A strong man can control that urge, bro. Cuz that's 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 a weakness that every man has. Yeah. Is that that urge, that, that temptation. And, and, and smart women will play off of that. Mm-hmm. Smart women know that men are weak when it comes to that. And if but you bro, can't resist that urge, that's, that's going to be your downfall. That's prostitution. That's gold diggers. Mm-hmm. All that shit, bro. That's only fans because they know guys can't resist that urge. And there's, you know... There's guys willing to pay for that when there's free porn on Pornhub. The horniest dudes are willing to pay for it. That's like, the way you gotta be. You know how horny you have to be to pay for to something, pay? bro. I could never get, pay when the internet is free. It's free. But I hate when I went to high school with girls, and no offense, and watching this, but I went to high school with girls. And a lot of them made OnlyFans, and they'd be trying to advertise to me. Yeah, uh, and I'm like, dude, I'm not. Bro, I'm not I see it. I see it on that. my Facebook, and I'm like, like, wow, you're that type of girl. Like, that's the the first thing I'm like, you're that type of girl. Like, yeah, get your money because there's weak-minded people that, you know, will pay for it. 
Yeah. You know, and I, I can't, I, I don't want to say weak minded, not to offend anybody, but like, why would you pay? If for you that? pay for OnlyFans, you are weak minded. All right. I'll he say said it. it. Yeah, I he said, said it. it. Weak minded people. Pornhub is free. Pornhub is free. PSA. In case you didn't know, in case you thought that you could only see pictures of girls you went to high school with. I think that's what it is, though. Yeah. I think that's what it is. The fact that, like, you know them. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I want to see naked. It's like, yeah. Oh, it's like, but, like, I mean, it's tits, it's ass, yeah. it's pussy. It is, like, what it, is. it is what it is, man. You know, like, that shit's there. Like, every girl has it. Yeah. I've gotten to a point. Yeah. Every girl has a vagina. Yeah. It's. And I, but speaking on sex, I mean, I've gotten to a point in my life where, you know, I only want to have sex with, you know, my lady because mm-hmm. that's, it's more than just a physical sensation. Yeah. It's like an emotional connection. Yeah. It's a spiritual uh, you know, thing. At, at a, at a, at a certain beautiful. point in time with, with a significant other, with somebody yeah. that you really care about, you know, that's what it becomes. It becomes more than sex. And mm-hmm. at that time, sex isn't just sex anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, it's emotional. Like you really connect with that person mm-hmm. and you really, you know, you really feel like you're a part of them. Mm-hmm. That, that, I mean, that's how I feel, you know, like with my girl. So that's how, that's how it should be. Um, I think that, you know, having hoes and being out in the field and worrying about, yeah. you know, getting as many girls as you can or just focusing on women is a huge distraction for a lot of young men. And dude, not even not it, even young men, just men in general. Men in general, dude, it it it, it like it kind of like it fucks your life. Not I can't say it fucks your life up, but like fucks your money it can, up. Can can fucks your money up. You know, like fucks your time up. Yeah, because like I've been there, bro. Like I like I I spent my time a lot of time um, getting hoes. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like just, just fucking girls, just cause. Yeah, just cause I can do it. Because, like, you know, it, it stems back to a lot of things. That alpha part of your brain. Yeah. Like, it's like you want to, you want to, like, uh, yeah, like, girls you can. It's, it stems back to a lot of things. Like, like back in high school, I, like, I barely got any girls. Mm-hmm. And, like, you middle school. Beard and you were like, it's over. Yeah, it's over. It was <laughs> over after the beard, bro. It, it literally was over is. after the beard. That's crazy. That's yeah. all it takes. That's all it takes, bro. And, like, you know, I started to get confident, started to, like, you know, really learn how to dress nicely really take care of myself and stuff like that how to carry yourself yeah like i knew how to carry myself Mm -hmm. and like um to give off the confidence because that's what a lot of women are attracted to it's your confidence yeah so like at a certain point i was like okay i never had this before like i could have gotten it like i had this stupid thing that in high school that i used to do is like I wanted to fuck the baddest bitches in the world. So, like, I'm not fucking this bitch. Nah, she's a seven. Yeah, she's nah, a seven, dude, bro. Look at me, I'm a 12. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. And I was ugly as hell in high school. I'll admit to that. Fucking like. Everybody was. Dude. Everybody was. Didn't know how to dress like a shaved head. Like, Damn. <laughs> Damn. Dude, and look at my luxurious hair now. It looks good. Almost as good as yours. It looks good. Nah, you have nice hair. Thanks, so. bro. Thanks, oh, bro. Yeah. And. I just I don't know why I had that mentality because like it wasn't happening there. There's no 12s in high school, bro. Yeah, like you, no. you find maybe one or two girls that are like the baddest things out and there. And now if you look back, you're like, they weren't even that cute. Yeah. That's how it is. That's how it is. Yeah. So like I had this thing where like, like I've gotten tried by girls, but I was like, nah, you're not good enough for me. Like you're not pretty enough for me to fuck. 
like, dude, like that's how my mentality was. And like, I gave up a lot of shit just doing stuff like that. So that was stupid. Like high school is one of those times where like, you know, you enjoy yourself, you know, stuff like that and mm-hmm. college and stuff like that. And it, I don't know why I did that. That was just, I'm telling you dog, it's like the, it's the part of your brain that like that alpha male part of your brain and it's in everybody. And yeah. And just, it's in every man. Yeah. And um, then, I mean, if you have enough testosterone. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. If it's like, it, like, that's just, that's just how it is. And especially now we we live in such a, such a weird time for that because of, you know, dating apps. Yeah. Dude. It's so easily accessible. It's, it, pussy is so easily accessible right now. That's like, I hate when any girl would ever tell me like, oh, you just want this pussy. Come on, girl. You serious? Yeah. You serious? No, right. There's Tinder. Tinder. I've never been on Tinder because Mm -hmm. I just don't want to like ever feel like I need to use that. Mm -hmm. But come on now. There's Tinder. I can pay for it if I if I really, really need it like that. Mm -hmm. There's OnlyFans. Girls are throwing that shit like like it's nothing. Mm -hmm. And there's girls that I like I know that I went to high school with that are like selling pussy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know that for sure. For them, it's the oldest job. Yeah. I mean, it's the easiest job for them. I mean, for sure. And Um, like, really, like, if I am with you, especially if I'm like trying to make you like my girlfriend and like we want to be together. Spending time, spending spending money. Time time is the most important commodity that anybody can offer you. You only have a certain amount. You only have a certain amount and you can never get that back. You can always get money back. You can always, you know, make money and whatever else it is but time is the most important commodity Mm -hmm. that's why i appreciate any time that anybody gives to me just like you're giving me your time right now to put me on your podcast and giving me hours out of your day i appreciate that yeah you know appreciate you being here of course bro of course Mm -hmm. i would never you know i would never back down on that you're my you're my brother yeah respect so like that like I give you my time and you're giving me my time. It's way more than pussy. Mm-hmm. I am not 17 years old. Anymore. Yeah. We're like men now. Yeah. So it's, there's, there's no time for just be messing around. Like I did a lot of dumb shit between the ages of fucking 15 and 20. Yeah. And then I, and like a couple of years ago, I was like, yo, what am I doing? I gotta get this. I gotta get it together. Yeah. And for me, it was a little bit later, but yeah. I, I feel you. Yeah. And it's, it's, and at least you had that realization. Yeah. Some people don't. Yeah. Some there's some men, and we know yeah. some men who I were know. way older than us, who were in their 30s, 40s, and even mm. 50s, and they never matured. Yeah. And that's that's bad. Yeah. And like you're saying, time is so important because you, we've gone to a point in our lives where you know you kind of realize that getting hoes is like a distraction, mm-hmm. as opposed to when you have one woman or a couple, um, <laughs> um, you can focus on, you know, building with that person yeah. and building yourself up because dude, honestly, I was running the game for a minute. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of time out of my day. How I was running the game. It takes a lot of time out of my day. And I'm not proud to admit that I honestly wasted some of my life chasing girls for no reason. Girls I'll never talk to again. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah. For no reason. But now I have a girl who supports me. Mm-hmm. Not like financially, but supports my dreams. Yeah. Supports you as a, as a person. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Be- yeah. Supports me as a person. Exactly. 
I support her. She's like my best friend. I want mm. to see her do her best at everything. Yeah. And that's the, I that's know magical, she bro. wants me to do my best at everything. Mm-hmm. And we're there for each other. Mm-hmm. And when you meet somebody like that, it's really a feeling like it's you and them against the world. Yeah. And that is that is a very satisfying feeling. Yeah. You you get into this like kind of like a bubble. Yeah. Not really a bubble, but kind of like a bubble where you feel like like that that person is mm-hmm. like, you know, with me mm-hmm. on my side and I'm on her side, mm-hmm. you know? And that that feeling hits different. Just <laughs> like it definitely saying, hits bro. different. It hits different. Everything bro. hits different. And you know, you find yourself reacting to things that you don't normally react to. You also want them to win. Like mm-hmm. that's your biggest thing. You want them to win so bad. Like you yeah. want them to be so good. You want them to get everything in the world that they deserve. I think that's how you know that you actually love somebody. Yeah. When you genuinely in your heart and soul want them to do as best as they can. Yeah. It's one thing to say it, but to really feel that and really feel so much love for a person that you just want the absolute best for them and mm-hmm. you want to see them do everything you know they can do you believe all the potential i think that's i think that's the final step and you know the final question you need to ask yourself when you're thinking if you really love somebody yeah. is if you want to see them do yeah. everything you know they can yeah and, and that it, that's important man like i for me one of the things too is is like if this person did like something wrong or silly how quick would i forgive them not cheating depends because sometimes those hurt the most yeah not cheating or anything like that yeah but like something like that's kind of hurtful but because their their opinion means so much yeah their opinion means so much so it's like they say something as a joke but like like if someone says something like uh like you know, like you got a big forehead. Like somebody said at the gym, it's like, oh well, yeah, fuck that. A fuck. Yeah, but if like it's your girl says it, like it could be as a joke, but like you hit that depend- mirror, and you're like, depending on how she says it, mm-hmm. and depending on how you feeling at the time, like yeah. it might actually hurt your feelings because you know that you don't give a fuck what like people think about how you look mm-hmm. anywhere else, but like your girl is the one. Who, yeah, the the opinion you that care matters. about how she thinks of you and yeah. how you look, mm-hmm. and that's. And that's like some stuff that, that can hurt. And it's 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 when you really want to love somebody, you have to be vulnerable with them. And that's what's scary. Is that's like the hardest part. They have part. so much power. They over have a lot you, of power. And you have to be able to accept that. If you want to be able to love them fully, you have to be able to accept mm-hmm. that they have all this power over yeah. you. And, you know, that's it's hard because you realize that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like no matter how you try to fight it, no matter how much you try to deny it that is going to happen. They're going to have a lot of power over you and they're going to have a lot of power how, of how you feel for the next few months. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you were to break up or something like yeah. that, or if something really good was to happen between you two, like they have power over your emotions for the next foreseen amount of time. Yeah. And a lot of people can't accept that. That's one of the biggest things. They can't accept that. I see... I know a lot of people that fall in false love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they think they love that person, but they don't really love them because like mm-hmm. they'll they'll leave them in an instant if this 
thing that's so easily workable happens. Yeah. Like they get into a little small argument. Well, I don't want to fucking be with you anymore. Yeah, that that's that's what people fail to understand too. Is not all rainbows and sunshines. Yeah, it's, it'll it's, never it's, be because you're got, two different people. It's a constant thing to work at. Yeah, it's, it's like con- marriage, bro. Yeah. Marriage is like one of the hardest things ever. Like I, I wouldn't want to get married until like I am a hundred percent sure that this is it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's the end of everything. Like mm-hmm. this is the person that I'm gonna be with till the end of days and but and beyond that mm-hmm. because it's such a sacred thing in my opinion and it's such a, a hard thing yeah you're legally tied to this person mm-hmm. it's different when you're just you know you're tied to them like in theory because you're boyfriend and girlfriend but you're legally tied to them now so everything has to change you know yeah. what i'm saying your last name changes your paperwork changes like your taxes change because yeah, better yeah Exactly. Because um, you you're married to this person. So that that's something that I'd like I wouldn't do until like I'm a hundred percent like yeah. that's the end. I know that the way my girl makes me feel now, I know that I want that forever. Mm-hmm. And it's and she knows that too. Mm-hmm. And she's on the same page. And I mean as long as that's we keep doing her. what we're doing, like yeah. there won't be any problems. We don't fight, we don't argue, there's trust. That's good. It's it's perfect, you know, and it came along at a perfect time in my life, right when I needed it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I couldn't be happier. And congratulations, I, man. I appreciate that, man. I, pre- I really do. Um, and I told her, I was like, yo, I want you to, I just want you to know that I'd rather have you pass away first, like when we're old, because I know that when you live your whole life with someone like that mm-hmm. and, you know, they pass away, it's like, it makes the last few years of your life suck. Yeah. And I told her, I'm like, it just kind of sounds selfish, but I'd rather have me deal with that, that burden yeah. than you. Yeah. And that's and, not selfish, man. That's actually pretty uh, it's, considerate. Yeah. I mean, it's just I, I feel like people can die of a broken heart. I mean, it's a real yeah, thing. Man. You know, it's, just, it's true. There's plenty of older couples that like once one of them dies shortly after the other one goes. Mm-hmm. You see that in cemeteries. If you ever go to a cemetery, you see a husband and wife buried next to each other. Yeah. Dude, like at least half the time the dates are going to be super close yeah you know because it's once you're when you're that old when you're over like 80 mm-hmm. and 90 and you've been together only, 50 years more than that you're yeah. only gonna be the only reason why you're still alive when you're 80 fucking years old mm-hmm. is because every day you wake up trying to stay alive yeah like no one's just chilling around yeah. like you have to have a will to live yeah or else you're gonna die and if you lose that person who's been with you through everything then it's Mm -hmm. it can really take a toll on not only your mental state and your emotional state but how your body handles like physical ailments Mm -hmm. it it grows physically weak like all right so um like when you think about like you're a girl like with somebody else you get like sick to your stomach yeah i get fucking pissed yeah so that's what i'm saying it can affect you physically yeah and that's so imagine like living 70 years with somebody and then they like pass away like that. That could be like, I can't dude, even imagine. Yeah, that. it's like, all right, dude, I'm I have no reason to live anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to kill myself, but I'm not going to I'm not waking up every day trying to stay alive. It's like, yeah. what's the point? Yeah. What's the point? You're ready to, you know, to join them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I, I don't know what happens after you go. But hopefully, you know, I I watch the show Supernatural. You ever seen Supernatural? 
I think so. What is that? The vampires? They're kind of like they're um they're regular humans, but they hunt demons, vampires, all that stuff. Supernatural. Yeah. Is this shit with Alyssa Milano? No, that Alyssa Milano That's is Charmed. Charmed. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good show, man. Back in the day, Charmed. yeah, I used to watch it with my grandma. Yeah, Charmed. Good ass show. Yeah, but Supernatural. Um, they in the episode where like uh one of the the main characters go to heaven mm-hmm. temporarily to save somebody. Like their heaven was um you know people reliving the best moments of their life with the people that they love and dude if i hope that's what it is and if heaven can be anything like that bro i'd love it you think that's where we go when we die i don't know what do you hope happened what you just said yeah i hope that's what happens because you know we're energy Mm -hmm. and energy Mm -hmm. cannot be destroyed yeah so we go somewhere you think our consciousness stays intact? I wish. Because I would like to know. Yeah, but you can't know. Because once you get to that point, there's no, yeah. there's no being able to tell somebody. Yeah, you can't tell anybody else or nothing like that. But I would like to know, like, okay, like, I lived my life. This is what I did, you know, stuff like that. And I had, I had my time on Earth. And I'm, I'm moving on, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if we all become palmetto bugs? <laughs> Dude. I mean, I think, I mean, there's a lot of different explanations and yeah. every religion has their own thing what they think happens when you die mm-hmm. i don't know i think i'm i tend to be more spiritual than religious mm-hmm. i've done a lot of psychedelics and mm-hmm. i've been able to see things for what they really are in my opinion mm-hmm. and you know it's i can understand why it's scary like i can understand why death is scary to humans yeah but it's unknown. You, sh- you shouldn't be scared because every human has experienced that and every human will experience that. It's inevitable. Yeah. You shouldn't fear what's going to happen no matter how you feel. Yeah. And like, that's just one of those things that everybody has the experience. And that's why I don't understand why there's so much like hate in like people and mm-hmm. against other people for no reason. It's like, we're all going to end up in a box. In the same or, way. Yeah. Or cremated or yeah something like buried you're you're gonna pass away everybody's gonna pass away so i just feel like there's there's no room for hate like there's there shouldn't be and but you know you were talking about earlier people like people like being scared and people like people like conflict people like hating because that's just a part of our history yeah it's a part of our history we're we're human and it's natural to some people you know like but people also tend to forget that you know, not that long ago, we were like animals. Yeah. So it's like freaking oh, hairless monkeys. That's yeah. What they call this. Yeah. I mean, not that long ago, we were like 200 years ago, we were killing people with swords. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And now we're walking around with Starbucks. Yeah. Starbucks you know what I'm saying? and freaking and iPhones. my hair fucking purple and fucking, <laughs> you know, getting my fucking forehead pierced and shit yeah. like that. Dude, I can't fucking stand like people who like say that this generation is like the strongest generation. I don't think so. Bro, imagine being like 17, like storming the beaches of Normandy, <laughs> surviving that shit. Bro, I just to hear people when you're like 90 years old to say, oh, we're the strongest generation. Yeah, dude, I dude. <laughs> when I watch those war movies and I imagined dude. this, I was like, dude, I could. I couldn't go through stuff like that. Younger than us. Yeah. Younger than us. So fearless. Yeah. They, and they, oh. they, 
you know, the draft age was whatever at the time. There's people younger just like trying to sneak in, sneak in. Yeah. They're like, I want to do this. It's like those ROTC motherfuckers ready yeah. to lay down their life. They lay down their life for their bro. country. Yeah. Because they know, believed in America. And, and they believed in America and they believed in what they were selling and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I just I like I couldn't imagine doing that, man. Yeah. You know, that's that's something that's different. It takes a um, you know, it takes a, a real strong and different person to lay down their life for their country. Dude, that is that's something that I'm glad that we don't have to experience anymore. I'm yeah. glad that people in the past have went to war and protected our rights that we have now. Mm-hmm. People tend to take that for granted. I mean, dude, I love Colin Kaepernick and I love the fact that he's trying to make a difference and, mm-hmm. and he has, honestly, he's done a lot of good yeah. stuff. Um, but uh, I am happy that we have freedom of speech. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, but I personally, when people say the pledge and the national anthem i think about like i mean if you listen to the lyrics yeah it's literally about how america was in a war with great britain for their independence yeah you know people died and Mm -hmm. bombs bursting in the air like it's like that's what i think about so when people like don't like respect that and i see people like burning american flags and everything it's like it's like oh we can do it and people like want to correlate and compare the American flag to like the Nazi flag and you everything. See, it's like, dude, not even dude, close. Dude, people are going way too far. So I get where they're coming from. I'm a huge Colin Kaepernick fan. Um, he was raw. 49ers are my team. Yeah. Like, he was raw for like two years. But I understand why he got cut. He was not performing. Yeah, he was well. not performing. Yeah, so it's like. As a player and, and as a political activist, mm-hmm. um, I think he, he was great. He has made some mistakes. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. Um, but he's only human. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to make room for mistakes. And yeah. when you're you're putting yourself in that sort of avenue, you know, you're going to be under a microscope and every little thing that you do is going to be, you know, out there. Um, but that being said, there's people. Come on, man. The United States isn't that bad. Like, I mean, honestly, it's like the highest class mobility yeah. on the planet. Like you have the the best chance of. Yeah. Starting with nothing and moving and, up and than moving anywhere. Up, yeah, then You're anywhere coming else. from all walks of life, though. Yeah. You know, it's one thing to like be white and like do that in like Switzerland or Norway. Yeah. And it's one thing to be black and going to do that in Nigeria. Yeah. But this is a place where you can be anything. You can be anything and you, you yeah. can you can, you know, move your your way all you move your yourself up that ladder mm-hmm. to success. And that's why people come here. It's for that American dream. Mm-hmm. The American, there's a lot of politics that goes into it. There's a lot of if, ands, or buts about it, but it's still there. Your opportunity is still there. The way business works in this country versus other, other countries, you shit your pants. You know, people like couldn't do business in Germany because it's completely different, mm-hmm. you know? And I think a lot of people forget that, forget to be thankful for that. Yeah. And me personally, I... I see that and I'm like, America's not that bad. There's things we need to fix. For sure. And we need to address that because people do try to uh, sweep it under the rug. But it's not it's not Nazi Germany. Not at all. Not even close. Yeah, it's it's nothing. It's nothing like that. Um, the only reason why Germany is allowed to do anything is because we let them. Yeah, exactly. We let them have elections. We let them have democracy. Yeah. Like, we could have like controlled the whole thing and because we don't trust them to not yeah. fuck around and start another world war. Exactly. But we let them, and now they're like prospering as a nation. As they're a nation, like, yeah. yeah. 
And, you know, um, they're they're a great nation and stuff like that. And, you know, shout out to Germany. Yeah, they're doing their thing. But like you said, we we let them do that after all the bullshit that they let happen Mm -hmm. with with Hitler. Yeah. Um, But with uh, Cap, his anthem, the thing about the anthem is there's just so many layers to that situation because the NFL gets paid by the military to even be out on the field during the anthem. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that I'm like, people like, just don't, don't take away from the message because you see that, yeah. that people are kneeling. And I don't think kneeling is disrespectful. Kneeling is more respectful. If anything, if anything, yeah. yeah. Cause you're kneeling You're on your knees. Yeah. You're on your knees. Yeah. Like there's, for one of the things, there's nothing more humiliating than being on both knees begging yeah. for one. So imagine how you have to feel to be on your knees. Yeah. Just think about how it feels to be on your knees. So she said. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you're either you're either praying or, you, you know, you're doing other things. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was the best way to find an in-between because it, it was like, what is this guy doing? Mm-hmm. Why is he kneeling? And then he's like, okay, I'm kneeling because this, this, and this, mm-hmm. and this is still happening in this country, and we're sweeping it under the rug. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It makes sense. It raised awareness for sure. Yeah. And then let's address that. But the thing that got lost was, oh, I don't care what you're you're kneeling for. It's the flag and like and it's the anthem. And it, like you, you better you better stand for that anthem. Mm-hmm. He has a right to kneel, mm-hmm. for one. And First Amendment. He is not disrespecting the flag. He's not disrespecting the anthem. He's just trying to give you like he's trying to raise awareness, like have your eye on what he's doing because it's out of the norm. Yeah. You know, if anything, I mean, that one, that's not even disrespectful. What would be disrespectful is like stretching or something. Yeah. And they're like, he used to sit during the anthem. And I thought that was disrespectful. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of weird. I'm not even a, I'm not like, I'm not a big military guy. I'm not a big, um, ethnocentric guy. Mm-hmm. But even I found that as disrespectful. Yeah, nationalistic or anything mm-hmm. like that. But I found that disrespectful. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because and then like he spoke, least stand up like people died so you could like even exactly be here. like and then he's like, OK, I talked to my this person. I apologize for what I did. I'm going to do it this way now. Yeah. And I'm like, OK, we all make mistakes and that's, you know, we move forward. Now, let's address that issue that you were trying to talk about. Yeah. And I, f- I think if people just started looking at life like that Mm -hmm. instead of hating because you don't like this specifically just talk to that person see what is going on see why they're doing this see how they feel taking it into account if you you see it's viable and you think like okay yeah that makes sense then do something about it if you don't think it it doesn't make sense tell them why Okay, it doesn't make sense because this, 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 and this, and I can't support it. So you look at what I'm saying, and now you evaluate what I just said about that. Mm-hmm. And that's just having a conversation. That's having dialect. And, you know, a lot, of, uh, a lot of people just fail to have that dialect. They talk over each other. They won't let each other speak. Like how me and you are conversating right now, that would be perfect to have any type of um, argument or disagreement. It doesn't even have to go that far. Mm-hmm. Like just talk to each other one at a time let me listen to you to what you're saying and you listen to what i'm saying and we take in account of what each other is saying not just listen 
to respond. Yeah. But listen to understand. Listen to understand. Exactly. I feel like a lot of people struggle with the problem of listening to somebody Mm -hmm. and just waiting for them to finish so they can start talking again. Exactly. And I feel like if people could literally sit down and talk like we're talking right now, Mm -hmm. that especially like people in power and everything without being all political bullshit, I feel like things would be a lot better. Yeah. I feel like if people listened to people and didn't have an agenda or trying to fit something into a narrative, that we could really be what America is on paper. Like yeah. people, what people think it is that don't live here. Because mm-hmm. we have a lot of changes to make, but the only way we're going to do that is together. Exactly. 100%, all right. brother. All right. I think we're done here. Yes, sir. Oh, my gosh. It's fun. <laughs> Definitely, bro. You guys had fun? Yeah. I hope everybody had fun. This was this was awesome, man. Yeah, it was. I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate here, you, bro. This Thank was, you. Uh, this was more than more than awesome. <laughs>